I am a cougar right now. <laughs> I'm a cougar you're, in you're, heat. You're, you're, Are you no. older than Mike? I'm a cougar in heat. No, no, no. You need like 10 I'm more a, years. I'm a wild animal. <laughs> At least 10 more years. <laughs> Let's go home. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the pod. Welcome to Wild Till 9. Today, we have a guest, Rosanna Fancino. <laughs> the giggle. Oh, my uh, God. We have two guests. Sorry. And Husky. Husky. Husky is also here. We also have Moose in the room. We also have producer Devin and Jeremy. We've got a full house today. Y'all. In my mind, I always think at Husky first and then Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. We've got, we've so got, we've got Husky. We've got boyfriend Jeremy and boyfriend Mike. Yeah. All, oh all in the building. Oh my God, that is so exciting. So, for those of you who don't know, Ro, she is a two time author, the host of the sister show of Craftopia, Baketopia on HBO Max. Uh, you've been the top baking YouTube channel for like 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> right? Lauren, when you say it, it's, yeah. it's just. It hits me this how long it's not been. the time to be, mo- oh, does it make you feel old? I feel old. Someone came up to me the other day. Yeah. And she started when she was six, so yeah. relax. Someone came up to me and they were like, um, what did what did she fucking say? It wasn't legacy. You're a, she basically called me a fossil, but like in a really complimentary That's way. Word. That's the word, it's a legacy channel. Yeah, I think it's a legacy channel. Past. 10 years or more oh, or something God. like that. I think that's what it, it I made think me that's feel old as shit. Wait, so you're going to, your channel will turn 10 and you will turn 30 in the same year? No, I think I turned 10 this year. Were you actually using it though? Or was it like a channel that you then- Yeah, no, no, I think I started in 2012. I gotta go back okay. and check. I think I might've made the channel in December of 2011. I gotta go back and check, but I think I might've missed my 10 year Wow. Birthday. You're like halfway to be able to drink <laughs> if you were a channel. That's pretty exciting. I, more than halfway in Canada. Wow. More than halfway in Canada. So anyway, more importantly, Ro is here today. And Ro, you you and I have been friends forever. Forever. Um, forever. I think we met through, I was trying to think of this and I could not remember where we met. Did we meet through Lily? <sighs> a mutual girlfriend? Probably, yes, or yes, yes, yes. Like, yes. Or was it like a YouTube? I'm so bad about remembering I know. where I meet people. I literally had to call my friend Jordan. <laughs> uh, he has a, he has a, uh, a channel, Captain Sparkles, he's a gamer. We've been friends forever. It was uh-huh. Captain and Sparkles? I, I love that. I cannot tell you, for the life of me, I could not remember. Mike and I were sitting in the hot tub and we we're like, <laughs> when did we meet him? We could not remember. I had to call him and say, hey, when did we meet? When did we become friends? Because I felt like we've been friends forever. So did, did you? Yeah. Did, he, did he remember? He remembered. Of course he did. Oh, he, he that's always how it happens. A house yeah. party of ours like, a hundred years ago. Okay, he came to your place then. Okay, also. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. I don't know if people know this, I, and I feel like from Instagram people do, but Ro throws the most extravagant parties and events <laughs> that I have ever attended in my entire life. If you are so much as honored to receive an invite to one of Ro's events, oh my bitch, you have hit the motherfucking lotto. Oh my gosh, I am so flattered. Thank you. <laughs> and also I love to party and I'm having a huge Halloween party. Obviously you guys You're are all invited. invited. <gasps> Uh, this Invite year. link below, right, Mike? Yeah, it's gonna be disco theme. Disco's dead, Ooh. so you can either come in some disco gear or, or, or dead disco, or, or, or dead disco. Oh, zombie disco, zombie disco, I'm vampire be a disco. disco. Ball, I think. A, a disco, disco balls ball. are really in right now. They're really aesthetic. Disco balls, disco are, balls oh, yeah. are in. I you, have so many in my office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, disco balls are in. Yeah. Wow, that's so fun, Jeremy. I can see it. You I can have, wear all. You know, like. 
like lots of glitter. Bell bottoms? Bell bottoms? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. That could be so <gasps> You know who looks so great fun. in bell bottoms? You. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I, put, I actually wore bell bottoms for a Halloween costume once and I was like, whoa. Thank God I was born in the 90s. really long legs that would make a very large bottom of bell. It's like um, two lampshades. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You I can see, see it? it. I can yeah. see it. Were you always a party planner? Like, where did this come from? I just love to party. I love to celebrate. <laughs> My sister's the same way. We just, you put us together and we're just party animals. How many years apart? We're three years apart. My sister is three years younger. I'm the older sister, but a lot of people think she's older because she's, she's, She's got one and a half babies. She's more, she's more wise. Okay. She's a very mm. analytical. Oh. Okay. She she runs the business side and your blood of sisters. the business. Yeah. Got it. Okay. She's she's real smart. Uh, <laughs> she you know she's the kind of gal who walked in to take her SAT and doesn't need to prepare. Oh, and she yeah. gets an amazing score. Mm. And I'm the gal who's been studying and taking those prep Did you courses go to for. Yeah. What did you go for again? I feel like so, would you? If anyone asked, <laughs> did you so. go to college? You know, I forget if we talked about this. I mean, uh, I did graduate, but um, what did you go for? <laughs> <laughs> She's already wheezing. <laughs> <laughs> I literally asked the counselor, what is the easiest degree <laughs> that you could possibly get? That I can get. <laughs> Because I have, I've told you this, but I have a learning disability. I'm dyslexic. Right. And when I hit college, I went to those first classes and I said, whoa, <laughs> I am out of my league yeah. here. I mean, I need something easy. Uh, uh, what you got for me? And they advised me to get a communication degree. So that's what I did. I like how that's universally <laughs> the answer. Right. So I do have a degree. It's in communications. And look at you uh, communicating. I just want to be very yeah. clear that we are we are almost entirely sober right now. Like they're like <laughs> Ro, Ro, you were just one of the funniest people. It's like I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I love that in the mic. I just love hanging out with you guys and catching up. I'm just having a great time. Oh god, this is gonna be a great podcast. I can already tell. Like I just crying. poured us glasses of wine. Well, I haven't even started. I know that the glass, glass of wine is fresh. I just want to be very clear. Yeah, yeah, it, okay, for the record, let the record show yeah. that this glass is full. Yeah. That's half All a right. bottle right there. No, I can, and, I can um, see that. It's yeah. like a, I, you have small hands, but that's still a big glass. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I was like, I said, we're, we got a whole podcast ahead of us. It's a big podcast. We don't have time for a refill. I mean, Devin has a, a lineup for us to go through. We have things to discuss. Yeah, I know. It was like weird kind of like doing a little bit of research on you. Cause I was like, I feel like mm -hmm. I know most of these things. And also mm -hmm. some of the things I put on our list and Devin was like, where did you, where did you learn that? Like how you were background dancer on Glee yeah. for a little bit, right? Yeah, I had so many Did you know that jobs. Rosanna Panzino, backup dancer on Glee is actually in my head. You're in my phone is that. <gasps> yeah. Did you know that I was also an extra on Sunny in Philadelphia? Really? We have a We friend, just watched that for the first time. We have a friend who is a diehard Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, fan, diehard. And real quick, it's always Sunny is that, I was gonna say, did I get the name wrong? <laughs> There, sure. there are people that watch this podcast and be very upset. I rule. People that love that show love that love the show. show. Yeah, it's like a, I cannot believe it's still on. There's still they're making new episodes. New I love yes. it. Their syndication money is going to be fantastic. How did you? How did you get that gig? When I moved to Los Angeles, I basically just said yes to everything. Every entertainment gig huh. that I could get. That's good advice and, though for someone just like starting out in LA. Yeah, cause I just yeah. didn't really know what I wanted to do. I loved acting, but I knew the probability of me being a full-time working actress just wasn't very high. There isn't a lot of people 
working full time as actors. So I thought I love making television and movies. I'm so fascinated by it. I wanted to learn everything I could about Mm. it. So I said, I just want to work on sets. I just want to figure out what I'm good at, where I fit in. And so I just said yes to everything. Like I was a hand double. (laughs) I was an extra. And you say hand double. (laughs) What does that mean? Does that mean that you are called to work one day? To just from the the wrist down act, emote with the fingers. Because if so, <laughs> oh, see the hand. Okay, the great hands. Oh, the it's, great a good, hands. it's a good now, hand. It's a good hand. Now these hands, these hands. <laughs> My you guys, money maker. These hands. <laughs> what are these insured for? <laughs> allowed me to join SAG, Screen <gasps> Actors up. Guild. So one of my first jobs when I when I moved here, I auditioned for this. <laughs> was to be the <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you're about to say. I cannot wait. I I auditioned to to basically be stunt double hands for um, Aiden. It was a character played by the actor Connor. Okay. He was a 10-year-old boy. Uh, He played the son of Jennifer Love Hewitt on the show Ghost Whisperer. Mm -hmm. Okay. And... You know, Lauren, from, you know, doing the first season of Craftopia, kids have different, there's different rules with working with kids on set. They have different hours. It's very strict. There's a lot of red tape. So to save time, they will um, hire people like me, you know, to fill in the gaps. Because there's a lot of shots, very beautiful artistic shots of like on the show looking for ghosts. So you'll see my hands. Holding flashlights, looking oh for my ghosts, God. doing these beautiful like focus shots. Or uh, he he scribbles a lot with crayons. So whenever he's scribbling, you know, a little go- drawing a little stupid ghost, you know, um, those are my hands. That's I'm, you making I'm, money. I'm dra- I thought I recognized his hands. That was my hands. So and you did the ring too, right? When she was doing the big black circles on papers, <laughs> that was, was that you as well? Not me. I reckon, I, no, that's no, no. That's you know, I have a lot of training, Jeremy. So I, I could have got that role. I just think that if if there's ever time you realize just how you don't think about your hands. It's when someone is just recording your hands doing something. I would overthink everything. Turn on a flashlight. Just. I have um I have done business expenses for my nails for the last ten years because the you okay all right IRS you, you can just go ahead and you, move on. Are move you on. kidding me? My hands get more airtime than my face does. I just I want to see that audit report. I do. Client says sixty seven hundred dollars were necessary to do business. Oh, sixty seven hundred. Lol. Over the last 10 years? Okay. Dude, these are union it's, hands. These are union okay. hands, baby. No, no. These, these are my money in the mess. This is my dental insurance. Report. Yeah, no, no, no one's questioning you. You? <laughs> DIY hands. You need to go get this DIY insurance. Hands. DIY hands. They do close-up shots. They, they need do. to look good. Oh, trust me, those the hands are well sewing? I had to sign an agreement. You know, I couldn't paint my nails. I had to keep it all natural, short nails because oh, these are little, little boy, boy hands. So I, I was, couldn't paint them. I was waiting for you to say you had to like go up, like play in some dirt before you like started to shoot, <laughs> just so you always have the dude like gross things under your nails. Ew, because yeah. as someone who works inside, not anywhere near dirt, sometimes I look at my hands and I go, "What the fuck is wrong with it's me?" It's literally so questionable. We're yeah. like, you sit at a computer. What could possibly be under your You're nails? Like, why? Why are my fingernails? Get in disgusting. the shower right now. It's, it's like, so. It's like it's I, the grossest thing you do. That and like the Q-tip, like into your brain. Oh, that part. I those can't. are those are top two of your groceries. If you're going to tell me that I can't use a Q-tip in my ears once a day, what is life? The nurse practitioners right now are rolling their eyes. It, I'm not, what am I going to do? The little Bernie candle thing anyway? And this is not about me. Going yeah. back to your hands. <laughs> no, this is 
hilarious. <laughs> I, I, just, I feel like we're bonding. We I love this. I So how many gigs? So if you look at your IMDb, yeah. how many of those gigs are just hand related? A lot of them actually didn't end up on my IMDb. Because that, how yeah. IMDb works, it's kind of an archaic system where you, you have to have I love that you know this, by I was the way. Say, I don't think I know Actively submitting. Right. It, it, basically, I love IMDb, but their system to submit is very archaic. It's so, like Wikipedia, right? So a lot of my gigs aren't even on there. I've, I've worked on a ton of different shows. I'd say half of them are on there. Wow. But it, it was just really cool. And I what, mean- What are you labeled as? Because it, is it like, like hand, hand hand number seven? <laughs> I have no idea. That's I mean, a good question. At the time, um, we'll find out. Connor and I were the, the same height. Yeah, I have no idea. This is so fascinating. We were the same height. Now he's a, he's a grown up. Now he's like five nine. He's like you're also five nine. Um, yeah, I wish. <laughs> I'm, I'm like four nine. I'm at four ten. Oh, I need to update this picture. You're oh, that's in such a cute photo. Yeah, I'm from Seattle, born and raised Seattle, and then I moved here. Was 15 Were you in CSI? You were in the Emoji movie? Yes, I was um, in the Emoji movie. Oh, Lauren, everyone who's getting out to LA for the first time is in CSI. Really? Yeah, is yeah. that a thing? Yeah, I'm shocked yeah. I wasn't in it, yeah. I had oh, a, wow. a U5 in CSI and a U5 is an under five. So you have under five lines. So it's a speaking role, it's a small part. Do you get like oh. less pay for that? You get more pay. Uh, wow. For, yeah. Uh, for but showing up, yeah, What's it emo was, dad. It was a cartoon made by the Fine Brothers. Oh, it was oh, oh, so oh, yeah, Fine fun. Brothers. I played this yeah. kind of like nerdy character. I was on Bizarre Vark, that, that really cute Disney. Oh yeah, that's right, Jake scripted. Paul. Yeah. Alicia was also did a a cameo on Bizarre Vark. It was so much fun. Yeah. So a bunch of gigs. I, one of my favorite ones was actually Parks and Rec. I got to <gasps> that's be cool. A yeah, what holiday the fuck elf. <laughs> You're. <laughs> I have to send you the footage. So there's this really cute, um, they cut my scene. No, fuckers. I mean, no. you can, you can you see can, me can in the Google, episode, but they yeah. cut my, the few lines Ooh, I have. Parks and Rec. Um, but I got to work with Amy Poehler and Ooh. meet Chris Pratt and they were wonderful. They were just so kind to me. You they were so Chris nice. Pratt. He used to be a little thicker. I liked that. Yeah, he played the character Andy on the show. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I loved him. She, she played Leslie Nope, and it was so much fun. And there's there's a video where um, NBC one, I think they wanted Chris to uh, vlog, so he's holding the camera and we're vlogging uh, some some like background so stuff for. Oh my! How oh did you my find goodness. this? Shut up! How did you find this? Well, hello. This is Chris Pratt for NBC.com, shooting our Christmas special. Uh, getting my Santa wig put on. This is exciting. Introduce yourself for NBC.com. Hi, I am Ro, and I am an elf. Hi, I'm Chelsea, and I am also an elf. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's Gosh. so funny. This is amazing. Is this set? This is set. Yeah, that was the set we were on. We had oh, so Amy much Buller's fun. so cute. Oh, my God. She's adorable. Why and does this footage feel like it's from 40 years ago? This was shot on a French fry. Right? Yeah, 100%. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes I feel like I'm 20, and other times I feel like I'm 96. Well, to be clear, I was able to drink I here. But also, like, this is shot in the old YouTube um, yeah. aspect ratio, where it's, like, almost a square and not so much as a rectangle as it is now. Yep. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Tillies, it is your favorite book girly here in her book girly era. I have been diving deep into my reading journey lately, and I am thrilled to share something that's been a total game changer for me. Book of the month. Book of the month is more than just a subscription service. It's like having a personal book curator. Every month they present a selection of the best new titles. As I mentioned last week, I recently picked out tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow from their list. And let me tell you, I am hooked. And the best part, they offer these amazing books at fantastic prices and should is always on the house. Plus their loyalty program is a cherry on top, offering even better deals the longer you stick around. Recently, they launched their curated audiobooks alongside their hardcovers. So whether you're someone who loves the classic feel of a hardback or prefers stories to accompany you on the go, they've got you covered. And this just adds to the whole experience. I'm genuinely impressed by how the book of the month selects their books. Their editorial team goes through hundreds of titles to handpick the most engaging ones for us. No matter which book you choose, you're in for a treat. And the convenience of their service is impeccable. There's always something for every type of reader. Right now, you can head over to bookofthemonth.com and snag your first book for a mere $5 using the code WILD. It's such a good deal. You do not want to miss out. I cannot recommend Book of the Month enough. It's not just about receiving books. It's about the joy of discovery, tracking your reading journey on their app, and connecting with stories that resonate. Remember, use the code WILD for that amazing first book deal. It's so funny that Chris Pratt like had like a a big stardom moment before he was like kind of a heartthrob. You know what I mean? If you look at like the first season of Parks and Rec, it's a different human. Thick Chris. It's Thick Chris. Thick Chris. Yeah. Can we go back to the um the uh, IMDb real quick? I want to make sure that this thing this is accurate. You're not rounding up. Am I seeing four ten? I'm. Is that correct? Are we looking at four nine? No, that is completely correct. Four ten. Four ten. Well, does that put you in like the, what percentile do you think that puts you in as far as height goes? Probably the teeny one. Yeah. <laughs> I the actually asked my doctor, this is embarrassing. I probably shouldn't say this. No, no, that's what the podcast But is you for. know, let's just do it. Um, so college is expensive. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Um, I did not come from any money and I'm working four jobs while attending college. Good for and you. And one of my girlfriends said, hey, Ro, you're so short. Like, are you a little person? And it got, said? got me thinking. 
got me thinking. Oh, no. I, this is probably entirely not correct, but someone at one point told me that if you're under five foot, you're technically categorized. Is it four eight? That's four but eight. So someone at There's one point told a me a lot that, of information. So I, I got, have a feeling. I got, I got set straight. Okay, here we go. So set us here, straight. Here's, set us straight. Here's the deal. For anyone wondering, apparently, here's the deal. Uh, because in the state of Washington, where I grew up in Seattle, there's financial aid for people who qualify with different disabilities. One of the disabilities applied to people um, of short stature who were little people at my college. So coming from no money, I'm trying to hustle. You know, so I'm you said dyslexic and right, a yeah. hustler. Yeah. Okay, so I'm there thinking, okay, let me go ask my doctor because I've been extremely petite my whole life and no one has ever told me I was a little person. So. That's also a legit question though. Right, yeah. I, I was curious, so I went in and asked and my doctor basically laughed me out of the office. She said, Ro, height is only one part of it. So okay. part oh. of it is height. I do think you have to be like four nine and under or four ten. I can't remember, but I'm right on so the. You were you were slouch away. Yeah, I'm right. I'm I'm bad posture away. Right. But she said I also it has to be coupled with a type of medical dwarfism. I see. Oh. And and there's there's different types. Mm -hmm. And she goes, you have none of those. <laughs> you are completely. Well, I had a second opinion. Yeah, and I said, well, are you sure? Can you run some tests? Can you help me out? Can like, you write me a note? And how would I, I go mean, about acquiring these yeah, things? I'm college is expensive, help me. <laughs> and she goes, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say this, but uh, for lack of a better words, she said, you're basically the most petitest of the normies. I don't know. Oh. Petitest of the normies. I don't know how to tell you that, honey. And well, I was like, we actually say this about Jeremy all the time. Dang he's it. like the top end. He's the the tallest point of normal tall. You're insulting Mike. How tall are, how I, are you six five or six four? Six six? How tall are you? Six three? Six three. Six three? I get, I, in my head, you're, you're taller yeah, than in me. In my head, you're you're taller than Jeremy. We'll have to do a measure afterwards. But so with Jeremy, he's six four, and so we always say he's the the end of normal tall. Because any, any taller, taller than like six four, it's any, like okay, yeah. now you're like kind of like getting crazy tall. Well, I, I mean, that's that's pretty tall. I mean, I, tall. you know, I passed the average you know person over the age of like fifty. It's like oh, you must play basketball. Like, yeah. Not not in some time, ma'am. Not in some time. So Jeremy is coming <laughs> home with me to my meet my like meet all my extended family next week, and all of my little Asian um, great aunts are about. About four nine, four ten. My size. Yes, they're yes. your size. You would fit right in. You could just be in my family. Be I part love of my family. I, I'm in. Yeah. You would come so, with. Yes. I you're carry officially on. invited. I'll get in. <laughs> I'll fit. Listen, you get moose. I'm gonna It'll be great. You Two carry-ons. Keep me in a little um storage bin right in front of your feet. Yeah. Can you imagine like <laughs> you walking with moose in a bag? I walk with her. <laughs> just they're both emotional support. Which is why I started barking and just was like pretending I'm a like a Shih Tzu, like just, just put my hair up in a little like. We get to, we, we get to the front desk and someone's like, I'm not having the time today. Just go. I just don't go. Care. Yeah, like, just go. Just let go. Let somebody else I tell you no. Don't have the patience today. I just can't. You got Ma this. You got I, this far. Fine. Just board the plane. I can see everyone being about four eight. Yeah, everyone's real short. And so anyways, I'm really looking forward to the family photo that we'll take where Jeremy is towering. Cause like my dad is white. And so like he's he's 5'10". He's, you know, pretty average. And so even like my white dad is, you are about six inches taller then. So it'll be a yeah. really fun family photo. I think, you know what we maybe you do is you lay across the front with the elbow underneath the oh, head type of yeah. thing. And you're four foot, oh, I lay on the ground? On the ground, on the ground, on the ground. And oh. then all of us little Asians can stand behind you and you can be kind of, cause you'd probably run the length of all of us. Okay. 
at 6'4". So anyways, that's happening next week and we're very excited. So photos to come of the family photo of Jeremy towering over all of us little Asians. Yeah. I can't wait. I, <laughs> I'm I mean, so excited for this gonna, photo. What do you think the most awkward old question will be? Besides, when are you getting married? They were, I mean, 90 times. everyone was born in Canada. So there's not going to be anything like racist. Like I think as my Nana got older, she she dropped the whole thing that, oh, I should, I should date a nice Asian man. Oh, that was that everything? Oh, there was like, there was one Asian guy that worked at our bank in oh, our, yeah. our hometown. And my Nana would <gasps> bring him, I, I didn't even know who this person was. I don't even think I lived was in- Was he Japanese? I have no idea. Got it. I never even met him. I didn't know who she's talking about, but she was like this nice, you know what? I think he was Japanese. This nice Japanese boy who works at the bank. You, she would be so good for you. You can say, Adam, I'm, I'm from Thailand. Okay, cool. Okay, thanks, Nana. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Nana, what the fuck? I'm half Vietnamese, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think there was a very short amount of time where my Nana thought that like, I would be great with a little Asian man. Okay, well, yeah. there's still time. You, well. Uh, you know, I'm on the chopping block every day. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, so let's talk about YouTube. You've been on YouTube for 12 years now. Was, was it Google videos when you started or was it YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Google videos, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go to googlevideos.com backslash Rosanna. Was it actually googlevideos.com? Google videos was the thing before YouTube. Why? I think when Mike was making content, it might've been. Uh, Chad I think, Hurley. And, and I started after, right after. Look it up. It's Chad Hurley. Uh, Who is Chad Hurley? I can't believe you don't know this. Oh, I but, should yep. know this. I think, I, am I being about to be schooled in the history of YouTube? I feel like so, I'm in class and I should be taking I, I notes. Go to the Wikipedia. I know, Chad yep. Hurley. Wiki. Yep, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me just take my mental notes. Mm-hmm. And baby, want to give us, give us, re give us a synopsis. Mm -hmm. My, I, my, YouTube, my Hurley founded YouTube in 2005 with Steve Chen and Jerry, ooh, I don't know that guy. Anyway, point is, YouTube was not a Google a product. Google had Google videos. They looked at right. YouTube and they said, we would like you. And oh, yeah. oh, so this guy was the, the guy. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I was like, so YouTube videos, sorry, Google videos and YouTube existed at the same time. And yes. then Google just bought YouTube and killed off YouTube videos. Well, fuck, I'm getting it, all it became the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, yeah they yeah, just yeah. merged all together. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I, think they they, I think I started after the merger. Let's see. I think your channel said 2010. Then when you created your channel. And maybe I did it. They bought it for 1.65 billion. Why do wow. why do I feel like this is a hundred years ago? I, I cannot know. I cannot remember. I haven't even graduated to high school. Save my life. I mean So anyway, that was a trip down memory lane. So okay, so back to you. So Sorry, actually, I, I have feel such like, a terrible memory. I don't even know the answer to this question. How did you like who introduced you to YouTube or uh, like who was the introduction to be like, oh, I should make a YouTube video? That was Mike. One hundred percent his fault, because I was working on the traditional side of entertainment right. from Hand different model. sets. And I was meeting really amazing people, like really kind, cool. really great people on sets. I still today have a lot of friends who are producers and PAs um, working on multiple different TV shows. And we've all kept in touch over the years. It's just amazing. And I was getting to know everyone. I was really comfortable. And I, I think, I don't really talk about this a lot, but I was working full time as a union um, entertainment person, like sometimes a stand in, sometimes a background person. Sometimes I had speaking lines. I was a, like, would it get guest star roles where I wasn't famous? I'm not like an Angelina Jolie. I'm, but it's paying the bills. Mm -hmm. And I think that's 
that's what I don't really talk about a lot is I, I wasn't working also like part-time as a waitress or sure. part-time doing anything else. I, I was working on sets full-time. That was my full-time job. Um, and I had full medical benefits. Oh, I fuck yeah. was really happy and comfortable and really enjoying myself. I think what was lacking was I wasn't really creatively fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I really, I kept bouncing around. Like I worked as a PA. I, I worked stand in hand double anything anyone needed because I just really love making stuff. I love making television. I love making movies. I love making stuff. So I just wanted to be helpful in any way. Sometimes that was in front of the camera and sometimes that's behind the camera. And I just, I, I, I really just was bouncing around and I felt like I just really wasn't finding a home. Mm. I was meeting good yeah. people who were like, you know, referring me to other projects going on and it was going great, but I hit this kind of weird moment. And I've talked about this a couple times in an interview, but I had an agent. It was my first agent. And it was at the time where new media was emerging. And there were, then there was old media or traditional media. Mm-hmm. And there was some tension. I think there was fear in the water. For I sure. think that they didn't really know what was going on. And my agent told me I had to choose. Yeah. Ooh, Said, um, a little crossroad moment. You have to either stop making YouTube videos or we're going to drop you. Yeah. And I begged with them. I was sitting at the table and I begged with them to see that, uh, try to explain that YouTube is a wonderful tool. It's so amazing. The only commercial gig that I had booked that year was as was, was a Sony commercial. And it was because the casting director's daughter was a fan of the silly right. content I was making on YouTube. Right. And I was trying to say like, look how amazing this is. This is, this is two things coming together. It, it's a tool. It's a great thing. And they said, yeah, we know, but we don't care. Yep. Um, so I got a letter in the mail two weeks later, a letter. They dropped you via letter? Letter dropping me. And I think that's what finally made me switch over to YouTube full time. Well, they didn't call you before? A oh fucking my God. letter? I got a breakup letter in the mail via post. And out of curiosity, do you have an agent now? Yes. Is it the same agency? No. Yeah. No. They're I, lost. I, I, I yeah, took a break. I, I think I was really brokenhearted because that's my, cool. At the time, my agent was really the only person who believed in me. Yeah. I don't have one person in my family who works in entertainment. So uh-huh. even though they love me and want to support me, they don't know how to help. Nope. So this was the one person who was like, we believe in you. I got you. And them dropping me just kind of broke my heart. Yeah. And I took a break for a while from from agents and it kind of made my decision for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was asked to, like I was also um, a Union uh, dancer, a Cheerio cheerleader on the show Glee for two seasons. Yep. And a Cheerio cheerleader? What does that mean? I'm not a Gleek. I don't know um, what, what that means. Do you know my buddy Titus there's Macon? A, there's he was an extra. Who? Titus Macon? He was- a, I probably yeah. ha- ran into him a hundred times. I mean- oh, yeah, I've seen that. Uh-huh. A I, Cheerio cheerleader. Yeah, here's, yeah, there they are. Oh gosh, they're so cute. So I was in this uniform every day, pretty much like- That's an adorable Monday through uniform. Friday, nine to five. <laughs> Um, just oh, so that, I think living. that might have just fit for your body type as well. That they, they might as well just stitched <laughs> right. on. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's adorable. It was so much fun. I used to be a cheerleader in college. Were you a flyer? So, yeah. Yeah, you're built did, to be yeah. a flyer. Did you yeah. get like a small scholarship for that? No, I, I thought wish. for sure you stacking them on. I figured, yeah. I, I did have many scholarships. I applied for every scholarship <laughs> under the sun yeah. and I, I did get a bunch of them, but actually cheer was 
was not one of them. Wow. Um, Isn't it so funny though, how things have shifted now where it's like the asset of, when I think about models, how a lot of models won't get hired unless they have a social media following. And right. same with like actors now, it's like, it's almost required to have like that social media following because it brings so much. If you have a built-in audience that comes right. with you when yep. you book a role. Oh, I feel like crazy. those former agents did not have the foresight no, and not at all. There's one individual that I could think of, and now I think he's I think he's the biggest digital like agent in the world. And for the longest time, that guy was told, "You work in the reject department. Your department <laughs> is not. Like, we, if we had a choice, you would not exist in this agency." And if he's the one that started it, and he's still there. Good for him. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he deserves that. Yeah, probably yeah. the same agency that you got kicked out of. I can't wait to ask that later. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I just, I, what I really love now is that it's all coming together. I feel like traditional oh. and and new media, digital media. Well, everyone's now they have got crossover platform. agents. They get it. You literally have an agent for crossover. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. You guys, this is incredible. I, I, I took a break from acting. I left it and then I focused on YouTube full time. Mm -hmm. I was asked to come back for season three for Glee cool. to be a Cheerio cheerleader. And I didn't want to because- <laughs> I politely turned everyone down. Um, not that they care. I mean, it's it's a, such a small Yeah, but when you thing. say no, that sometimes is like the last question, like, then they don't call you again. So it's like, I feel like that's the struggle there. Yeah, I, I just said it wasn't, I learned so much and I thanked everyone. I don't even know if they got their cards, but I- You make cards? cards? Yeah, I, I hand wrote- No wonder you got hired. so yeah. cute. <laughs> I did thank you guys to everybody from That's like so wardrobe department to the directors we worked with to everyone. And I sent Starbucks gift cards and I just said, thank you for teaching me everything I could have learned in two years because I learned so much about how television is made. Yeah, Glee was the top, like number one television show. Also Ryan Murphy runs like a, a, a ship. He's wonderful. He was so inspiring to watch. I learned so much about every department, what the sound guys are doing, uh, what all the DPs are doing, how the camera works, how the lighting works. I learned so much over those two seasons. It it was it was just invaluable. It was so wonderful. Like I would wouldn't have traded it for the world. And I just think when I lost my agent. I didn't have that voice to represent me and I didn't have that. And I wasn't sure that that was a space that I wanted to be in right mm. anymore. Yeah. And I, and I backed away for a lot of reasons. There was professional reasons and then there was personal reasons too. Yeah. So it, it just became kind of personally kind of behind the scenes. There was a lot of stuff going on that set and I, and a lot's been posted, you know, in the news. So it's mm. about a lot of things. So it's, it was just too much and I think that was the right decision. So I just went into YouTube full time and I've been rocking it, having fun. <laughs> and then I'm so happy because this merger that's happening now is opening the door to do so many cool things that I've I've wanted to do and be a part of creating yeah. for so long. Like I was, I was nervous to go back to acting. I was like, it's been like a decade. I mean, do I time. even remember how to hit my marks, find the light, say my lines and mean them. <laughs> I mean, do I even remember this? And I got to be a part of a YouTube original. Um, escape the Night? I, uh, escape the Night. Well, and Escape then, the Night actually, we're kind of so still ourselves. Like, that was it's ourselves. Like, it's like dramatized version of yourself. That was what? great. I got to be in season, yeah, three and mm -hmm. four, mm -hmm. and you were in season one. I remember that. No, I think it was season two. We had the big mansion. Wasn't that They all had one? big mansions. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, mine had the big mansion. I think oh I was. I think I was season two because I watched someone else's season. Like I definitely wasn't the first. Oh, you were season two. Maybe I was season two. Or not? I think you were season one, but you were season two. I don't think I was season one. I watched your season. I watched your season. I think there might've been a season before me because this I definitely was Okay, I think also, I, you know, I have a terrible memory. So probably they were just inverse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I feel like if you have a terrible memory, you just remember the, the ones you do like and the stuff you don't like, you just kind of forget. It's even better. So yeah, I feel like full circle moment now too. It's like, then you got offered Baketopia. <gasps> Baketopia and my friend, uh, Jake Roper, he made a show called, Could You Survive the Movies? I got two <gasps> yeah. seasons and mm -hmm. I hadn't acted in a while and he hired me, he was so sweet. He trusted me to play a villain in two very large episodes. And I you say trusted because it. I would not hire you as a villain. I know me either. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I told him I ha I really want to be a villain. I, I better be fun. And fine. I dug deep. <laughs> and you've got this. It won an Emmy. So Shut you're the fuck up. An Emmy award winning hand model. I, yes. I mean, so. She's multifaceted. Yeah. Just, We're like. It brought it all back. One it was fourth one of those an EGOT? happy moments. Can I tell you a little bit of shade? Yeah. Just a little bit of shade. Let's, we love a little bit yeah. of tea on the pod. It's a, it's a little. So Mike and I did a morning segment and we're driving back home and there's a billboard of Escape the Night. Okay. The billboard is directly above my former talent agency. <laughs> they dropped me. You they drove said, by like this? YouTube is not going anywhere. You, you have to pick a lane. And I'm just looking at the building and I pan up and I'm looking at the that billboard is over the building. Oh. And I, I said, Mike, pull over. And I've never <laughs> done this. I have never in my life. I have never done this. And I just started crying and I just took a picture and I have a video of it. I have to show you. I just, it was, it was just this moment that made me go, you done good. Like you listen to your instincts, mm -hmm. you listen to your gut and that's hard to do in entertainment. And it's really hard to do when everyone else around you is telling you that it's not the right choice. Except for Mike. Except for Mike. Except for and Mike. And guess who's still here? Mike. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, so how long after you moved to LA and you were a full, like how long between Broke Row gets to LA, full-time actor? What's, what, how many years is that? Oh gosh. I, I think it was a couple years, maybe. Oh, that's not bad though. Yeah. To be like years. I really came in with a lot of passion and fire. I was doing acting classes and I was taking every gig saying yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was volunteer work in the very beginning. I was volunteering on a lot of indie films yeah. mm -hmm. just to gain experience. Cause and they're not sad. So they, you can just go do it for free. Right. Yeah. You can't do that on other sets. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was meeting a lot of people who were referring me to do other gigs. And I just dove in headfirst. I had a great acting coach, uh, Steven Anderson. He was wonderful. And he gave me great advice. He just said, volunteer your time. If you really want to be in the entertainment industry for the long haul, yeah. you're not here for a quick fix. You're not here for, if you want this to be a long-term career, this is how I would advise you get started. And he just gave me great advice. And so that's what I did um, in the beginning. I volunteered a lot of time. I was very broke. I was on the top ramen budget. Yeah. I was gonna say, how are you paying <laughs> to survive? Like yeah. if you're volunteering all the time, how are you buying ramen? <laughs> yeah, so it was, I've been working since I was legal to work. In, okay. the, uh, in Washington, you could work if you were 15, if your parents 
permitted. Otherwise it was 16. So I started waitressing at the age of 15 and my dad had really good money saving habits. So he taught me how to save 10% of my paycheck since the the moment I was working. And so I had this little, you know, rainy day fund. Little nest egg. This this little nest egg, which in LA does not go very far. So (laughs) it's very expensive here. The nest pebble in LA. So you have to live with roommates. You have, you know, but I had moments that I don't regret. I don't think I'm embarrassed by, but character I, character building moments. Char- yeah, I, character like, building. There was moments where I was sleeping in my car. Yeah. So when I was working on sets and volunteering my time, I couldn't afford the gas to drive home. Mm-hmm. So I would sleep in my car overnight mm-hmm. and shower on the studio sets. Right, 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 right. right but right. some people would have said, "I can't afford to get there," and you said, "Well." I- I can't not do this. Right. You're I, like, I can't I afford can't to go afford home. To get back. Yeah, 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 yeah right. exactly. No, Great. that's- two, two very that's different a, mindsets. That's a hustle. That's an absolute hustle. I was like, I love this. I want to do this for the rest of my life. So how do I make this work? And I didn't know anyone in entertainment. So it was just a lot of hard work. It was a little embarrassing at times, but I've learned to be no, okay with that. Yeah, that's like- It's embarrassing at the, at the moment. And then you look back and you go, oh- Got it. That's some boss bitch attitude right yeah. there. And yeah. I had a great Jeep, okay? I drove a great, <laughs> oh, so you're small. big Jeep. I was gonna say, small. Yeah. That's an average. You're <laughs> the ideal person to sleep in a car. Yeah. It was basically an apartment on wheels. Yeah. So I- <laughs> Right, when yeah. you're 4'10"? Yeah, a yeah. Wrangler, that's like Mike and I in a conference room. Yeah. 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 It's great. That's yeah. like a studio apartment here in LA. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and the security guards were really sweet. There was a few security <laughs> guards who I met at the Paramount lot. Yep. Who yeah, they, they recognized probably don't, me? They probably don't like that you sleep there. That's not a thing that they um, no permit. Yeah. <laughs> no. Did they, like, did they let you stay in though? They did in the that's, parking structure. That's very it, nice. Yeah, they, that's nice. They didn't yeah. have to do that. There's on lot and then off lot parking, both you know, for employees who are yeah. working on set. But they noticed that I didn't leave, and right. I said, "Well, my call time's in five hours, anyways." And right by the time I drive home and whatever, and they said, I live. Th- three hours away, so um, I, I won't make it back in time. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. I feel like after we talked about Baketopia and Craftopia, you absolutely thrive being on set. Like I have never had a oh more energized version of Love. Rosanna Pancino really? than when she is coming off the set of Baketopia. I had so much fun, Lauren. I don't think you understand. I I don't think I do because I, I come off of like those 14, 15 hour days and I'm like, Jeremy, don't fucking say a <laughs> word to me. Put me in the bathtub right now and put food in my mouth. I don't say it. a fucking word. <laughs> Exhausted and I am beaming. This I, bitch is beaming. I'm like, are you okay? It's a drug for I, you. It's gotta be, right? It's got like, it, it unleashes something for sure. I don't know what's wrong. It's this, it's this hoodie. I mean, this is it. This is theater kid. Yep. I could live on a set. All I need As is you did. That's what you, you, you give me a trailer. Yeah. I will. I'm a hippie. I will live on a set and I give you a Jeep. love it. She decorated. She brought her dog. This she brought her Porsche mic. is brought to you by Jeep. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, yeah. I moved in. Okay. I'm only there for two weeks or three weeks or whatever. I've brought in plants. Oh, my full coffee machine, all my food. I brought in art. I replaced the art in the trailer because I didn't like their art. I brought in the throw pillows. I brought my dog bed, their dog bowls, uh, pictures of my whole family. That's cute. That's so cute. Literally after I you told me in. that, I was like, I'm gonna do this next time I have the opportunity but- because this is how, okay, so in Sims, when, did you ever play Sims growing up? Yes. Okay, so like when- Rosebud 17, was that the money cheat code? Oh, hell I was like, yeah. Motherload, 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 motherload. Hey, cheat code alert. Hey, hey, hey. 
Link that up. But like, mansions, let's do this. In Sims, if you put a plant in your Sims room, it helped boost their like environment and their overall mood or yes. attitude. And so whenever I think about that, I think about Sims being like, fuck, I could have been yeah. a little more energized had I just put a plant in my trailer. Wow. Rookie it, mistake. I feel like all the pros that I know that do like set life forever mm -hmm. have a, their little routine, no matter what size the room is, they yeah. have the things that they always like. They I mean, always you have. have to, and we've talked yeah. about this before, but like the hours of traditional media are nuts. It is just absolutely nuts. And and I, I I know that there's like a lot of people working to kind of regulate it. Cause again, like with kids, it's like you have a very set amount of strict rules, but with adults, you could make those motherfuckers stay on set for a very, very long time. Right. It's like Actually, a when little the overtime gets in. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. But and like, she sags, overtime, woof. Yeah, yeah, but like you don't Real have money. the option to be like, hey, I don't wanna make overtime money, I'd rather just go home. Like you don't get the option to make right. that decision. They're just no. like, hey, when we make you stay four hours over for an 18 hour day, mm -hmm. you will make more money, but you don't get to go home. And so um, it's uh, it's it's a lot. And so I feel like you had the, you had the, the route to survival. You had it on lock. I love being on set. There's just, <laughs> What's your, I, oh, do you have a favorite TV movie experience? All of them. Got it. I can't even tell you like the endorphins I get being on set. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's something about being around this controlled chaos. Like it's like a circus. It is but a circus. It has this kind of militant and also uh, like system. So yes. it's very organized. Oh, line producers but and, and just people yelling at you. It all it's move, go. Like, oh. Okay, also, I think I the element the of like having producers and everyone's working towards the same goal, I think is like what makes it yeah. like Down controlled chaos. Yes. Yeah. And it feels so bonding. It like, is bonding. After we wrap a show, I just want to go party and chill with the crew. I want to mm. go get drinks. I want to just, I can't explain it. it. It's, it feels like summer camp where you go through all these experiences, you know, together in right. the grind to get this project made like this right. like piece of art made and then you just party hard and celebrate like we did you done ever do like it. live theater i did in high school okay and oh, wait, I really oh my god did it. you know that rosanna is like a highly skilled and trained opera I did. singer i did indeed you sing i well you are we gonna get a duet happening right here no. oh my gosh yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's two like everybody's no <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> of, of, of course you sing opera too. Like of all of, of all the genres. Like what what a uh, very how does, how does that the most unpopular yeah. dead genre? Who is like, of course that's the one I'm doing. Who was like you should try this? I you know what's really it's funny is I tried to play instruments. My sister is really talented. My dad was really talented. Yeah. Um my dad played tons of instruments. He had like 20 guitars, he played the ukulele, he wow. did drums, wow. he played accordion. He was really musical. Um, he worked in aerospace during the day, but his hobby, a Boeing? his yeah, yeah. A well, Boeing. imagine being so his well rounded music that you he work loved it. in aerospace and then music is your like that's like your left brained and right brained. Yeah, yeah, must be nice. Yeah. He was yeah, a great right. dad. He really chose a job that provided for the family, and he he put kind of his own passions on pause right. to take care of us. And I think. That's what makes me work so hard because I saw him put his, literally his love, like his passions on pause to take care of his family. He was so selfless and so kind. And he exposed us to all different types of music. And my sister picked up 
instruments just like him. Like she, she plays the saxophone. Wow. Uh, she plays the, um, I have a great, I have to show you this picture. She's, she's a huge sousaphone, like the biggest tuba. Okay. And she's the smallest person. She's my size. And she and was she, in marching I, band with this huge sousaphone, bigger that's than that's what? Hang on, hang yes. On. What are we saying? Sousaphone? Yes. Yeah, it's humongous. Huge. It's kind of like sousaphone. It wraps like, around you. Yeah, it wraps around. Can I get you? a photo so reference of the sousaphone? It's, it's humongous, like yeah, that. that. It, is yeah, it, it is it in the tuba family? Yes, yes. it's huge. It's in Look the tuba it. family. That's it, Lauren. That, like that. I can't it. imagine that's my little Molly. Yeah, holding that thing. Uh, we were just built like a French bulldog, Susa. like the dog I own. We have, we're little and we have huge ribs, a uh-huh. lot of air. So it makes sense that I like to sing, but I tried to play instruments like her. Mm. She was so good. She was so good. And I tried to be like her and I couldn't. I tried everything and I just couldn't get it. Like it just wasn't registering. It just wasn't clicking. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, am I the only one in this family that's not musical? That'd be so, that'd like, be so what sad. What is going on? And then one day, uh, my girlfriend in, encouraged me to join theater in high school for an art credit because I didn't think I was very artsy. So well, I said, well, okay, performance arts. Let's just try this. I'll just read some <laughs> monologues and be done with it. They'll take anybody. Yeah, they'll take anybody. <laughs> I'll just try this. And we had to sing. Turns out, I have pipes. Yeah, there you go. They're here. The instrument is here. Just like a bagpipe. I don't understand. <laughs> you know, it like it just clicked. My body understood it. And I auditioned for a high school musical they were putting on Grease. And I auditioned. Which is an oddly inappropriate show for high school. <laughs> it's very. I, I had a moment of where my heart just like skipped yeah. a beat when you were like, I was in high school musical. I heard that too. And I was like, Ugh. and oh, then, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. To not clarify, yet. I was not, yet, I not was yet. Not in that. With right. your height, you could play that any day. Yeah, seriously. T- tomorrow's uh, fine. Your youthful you. look in your height, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You are so welcome. I just yeah. imagine if I got cosmetic surgery, oh, yeah. I would be 15 years <laughs> Move even over younger. Vanessa. We yeah. have somebody else. I could play that. her younger sister if I Ugh. had a lot of work done. Um, but <laughs> free. <laughs> I had a blast. I did. I auditioned for Rizzo. Okay. Oh. I thought she's Italian. She's feisty, fun. Okay, great. And they posted the call sheets of like who got the roles, and I just looked at Rizzo, and it's not me. <laughs> and so I went home crying. Um, <laughs> and then my friend Mike was like, "Hey, wh- um, why aren't you at practice?" <gasps> rehearsals. Did you not look at any of the rules? No, I didn't look at anything. <gasps> and this is a story not to sell yourself short uh, because I was just so laser focused. I was so- Were you Sandy? Yes. The bitch was Sandy. I fucking knew it. I knew you were about to say Sandy. A bitch Blew was Sandy. My mind. <laughs> I got a role even bigger than I was even hoping for. Even, and I think that was a really good lesson for me because I- I really, if I didn't get Rizzo, I just thought I was nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I just didn't exist anymore. And then you got Sandy and the art credit. And I, it crazy. <laughs> crazy. And I had so much fun and everyone was like, are you going to do something with theater afterwards? And I said, no, I'm going to college. I promised my dad that I would go to college because since I was a baby in the crib, he's you, like, you're going to college. And, and you didn't have a, like a discussion around what you had to do in college, right? Like college no. major's fine. Got he it. said, I could get a degree in basket making. He doesn't care. He just wanted me to have a degree in my back pocket right. to if, give me a leg up in the working world. Is your dad my mom? Yeah, I just left, right? <laughs> yeah. He was like, anything you're going. 
And my dad sacrificed so much and I saw him sacrifice so mm-hmm. much that I would never disrespect that. Yeah. I didn't even really feel connected to going to college, but I, I went Where'd because you go? I went to PLU Pacific Lutheran university it was a small kind of private college near home. Um, I wanted something smaller. I'm not Lutheran. I just wanted something smaller, smaller classes, smaller vibe. I went to a Lutheran high school. I said, he, uh, literally, I can't believe you said that. I was no like, way. oh my God, he went to a private yeah. Lutheran high school. Yeah. What high school did you go to? Rockford Lutheran high school. <laughs> There's like 19 of them. What? Yeah, and no, very <laughs> random. And I'm also not Lutheran. Yeah. Wait, wait, I'm not Lutheran. Oh my yeah. God, that's so funny. I remember when I first went and it like registered to me. I was like, I'm not Lutheran. <laughs> ah, weird. I asked if that mattered. They, they don't care. They said they don't, they don't care. care. God loves everyone. <laughs> That's so it's the standard nice. response. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. Because so he, nice. just, he just got a dyslexic at his school. We're bringing in the, the learning disabilities and then we can brag about it later. Look at you. Yeah. Just adding diversity to the roster. <laughs> just, <laughs> the gifted kids. <laughs> I, you know what? In I can't. I can't. I'm crying. I'm so sorry. This is so funny. I, oh, oh, I just, I know I was a pity acceptance. No, no, and, no, no, no. Yes, my SAT scores, I scored lower than a potato. I mean, it was awful. It was awful. But you finished, right? I did finish. So you finished. And, and I got half the answers wrong. I mean, so there's the Sounds math. like you got just enough right. Sounds like you got half the answers right. I had to write a letter and say, you know, I don't think my SAT scores reffected my ability <laughs> as an academic. Um, and then put, puts a Starbucks gift card in there and thank you for reading this letter. <laughs> please accept me. Every other college has denied me. Um, so when I applied to university, I didn't have to write a single essay. Like that's Everyone like- Everyone just gets like into things in Canada. Not a what? common thing. Yeah. Like people, I, like I hear about all this like essay writing to like, like get into programs. There was one specific school where my friend, it was like a combination. Um, she was going for kinesiology and business. So it was like a, a weird combo for like the really smart kids. Um, and it was called like the Ivy School of Business or whatever. Um, I obviously did not apply. And so she is the only person that I know from my high school, and I'm sure there are more, but like it was not common to have written an essay mm. to get oh, into- Every college makes you write University. Yeah. And so I only remember this so so vividly because it was called the Ivy School of Business with an E, I-V-E-Y. Oh, yeah. And she spelled the whole essay with I-V-Y. Still got in though, because her grades were like just absolutely insane. She was like one of the smartest people. She single-handedly got me through grade 12 functions math class. I always remember the colleges that made you write a very like an essay with like a specific topic that made right. you write a new one for so that. So like what topic. are they so if you're going for just say you're going for uh uh like a science major, like what do they want you to write a fucking essay on? It's just to fucking show depth. That is so dumb. That is so dumb. Cause like your ability to write about your biggest dreams and aspirations has nothing to do with if you're gonna be good at dissecting a frog. Listen, I agree, but I do think you can learn a lot more from somebody if you like read a few paragraphs that they've written versus the way that they filled out, you know, check, yes, no, why. Literally, I was like, here are my report cards. Like, I feel like also in the States too, it's so big to do like extracurricular activities. Tons. I yeah. had no extracurriculars. Well, when you're, you know, a white guy that played sports and wasn't that great at school and uh, didn't really have um, a lot go. of- white boy What privilege. sports did you play? Uh, I played all poorly. Uh, basketball, track, football, baseball, 
Uh, All of them? Oh yeah. I think it was like it was a single mom. So when she was working, it was like, you're gonna have to figure out three hours here. Right, go find a sport that Just goes after school. play things. <laughs> Just do anything. Yeah, I did chess club at once. Yeah. Cool, oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wasn't that cool at the time? That's that's not as cool. Yeah, that's not as cool. Until I did the same thing, just tried to do things, all the activities, yeah. because I know that my grades were good because I was really studious, mm. but my test taking abilities, I knew the SAT wasn't going to be great. Oh, because I don't think I did homework. Now they give you extra time if really you know you're you have a learning disability, truly mm-hmm. a like you're as they should dyslexic. Yeah, to because. The problem with dyslexia is that it's an it's a disturbance of like processing. It explains uh, to me. Right, 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 Walk right. Me, I don't really understand it. Reading and writing, mm-hmm. it's it's difficult to read and write. Okay. Um. So this is why I'm a bad texter, and if I text you all emojis, you'll that's why well, you're the, a great the texter. Emoji probably was the biggest thing that ever happened to people with dyslexia. I'm literally sending hieroglyphics of how I feel <laughs> because that's easier than typing. So that's smoke signs. Thank and, you, Steve Apple yeah. for creating a new language. And I think that's why I still enjoy calling people. That makes I sense. Yeah, that call my girlfriends and I know that they don't like calls. Do you I use know voice that they, notes? They, I should. Yeah, voice notes are I are should convenient. start to do yeah. voice notes more, or but just I literally just text. call because it's easier. It's so hard for me to read and write mm-hmm. it because it's slow. Right. I can do it, but by the time I read and process the information, hours have gone by. Right. I mean, that's why my sister and Mike, they help me with all the emails and correspondence yep. because mm-hmm. that's my bottleneck. It's really, really hard for me. It's, it, that's it. I read too fast and I, I don't realize I'm not retaining it. Oh, me too. When I get to the bottom of the page. Oh my God. When always. I read a book always, I like get to the yeah. bottom of the page and I'm like, I don't, I I didn't get any yeah. of that. And I have to what go back What is that like? The same thing, you're not getting any information from it. You're just like, <laughs> you're, okay. you are literally reading words in your head very quickly and uh-huh. then you get to the bottom and you go, what the fuck did I just I didn't just retain, read? it, it yeah. didn't stick. That's it didn't I, stick That's when I first realized I was very ADD. It's like not as sticky. Yeah. Right. Right. For for me, it's just even just one sentence. Reading it is slow. Oh. So the in, processing is slow. You can mm. still get there. It just takes extra time. And when I was taking the SAT during that time, they didn't really recognize mm, um, yeah. learning disabilities at the yep. time. So I just tried to do the best I could. <laughs> Life with was what different I had. a little bit ago. Life was different. I it, know. It was yeah. awful. But yeah. this is so weird is that I learned through a TED Talk. I was watching TED Talks on dyslexia. And... Um, dyslexics th- think in 3D, um, how do I explain this? Um, 3D. Also in high school, it made sense. I was doing math and a teacher was popping into another teacher's class mm-hmm. and said, she needs to come into my class. And they were like, Ro can barely read. <laughs> oh my God. What do you, you teach an AP calculus class. Why would you want and they said i think rose dyslexic and dyslexics think um in 3d i can't explain this very well but it shapes i got uh great grades and i understood 3d calculus oh my god more than what, what is 3d calculus you oh wait hold on yeah. Many so, people with dyslexia often think in images as opposed to words which is attributed to the unique activations in their brain people with dyslexia are also most likely 
perform hmm. 3D spatial images in their minds wow. than non-dyslexic people. This is a funny I think fact. In, I think in 2D. Half of the people that work at NASA are dyslexic. Wow. One out of every two people that work at NASA, I believe, are dyslexic. And MIT calls dyslexia the MIT disease. So, how many people like got over? Like, is it what percentage of people are dyslexic? Do you know in general? I don't know, but I do know that a lot of the times when you go to a school that doesn't recognize learning disabilities, or mm -hmm. I guess now they're saying it's not a learning disability. It's it's definitely like a neurological issue. So if I could explain it visually, here we go, guys. Right? Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm, I'm, should I close so my eyes? These, yeah. So okay. there's these. Or or, or wait, this no, will visually, help. No, visually, will, visually, you would need help. to have. Oh, oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. So there's. Uh, imagine there's these little receptors okay. um, in your. Uh, cortex, I think, mm -hmm. right in the right in the front. We're getting a live TED talk little, right now. Little receptors, mm -hmm. antennas, and just biologically, where they are positioned for a normal, I'll say atypical, a, a normal mm -hmm. um, brain. They're at a certain distance, and this helps you with processing, especially with language, okay. reading, and writing information. Now, when um, people are on the spectrum, like autistic, they, these these uh, tend to be closer okay. mm. positioned. It's a physical, they are physically closer and the brain tends to be better at f focusing on finite details, very detailed right. work, yep. special interests. And with dyslexics, they are just further out. Ooh. Oh, They're interesting. physically further out the receptors. So it makes processing everyday things like language more difficult, but you can see the bigger picture. I can't explain. Oh, no, that does make sense. Yeah, if they're um, farther apart, you have like a wider perspective of all of it. It's really weird yeah. because it's like, instead of seeing just the tree, you can see the entire forest, huh. but you can also see the tree, but you see the whole forest. So That's a great analogy. People with dyslexia tend to flourish in careers of entertainment. They tend to be great directors. Mm -hmm. Steven Spielberg yeah. is dyslexic. Really? Um, architects. Uh, I can are, see that 3D. Right. Well, because like, probably not just like focus on this. It's like the whole, like where, how it's going to fit into the whole picture. Right. Yeah. Rocket right. science. Literally getting interested in calculus because yeah. calculus is 3D math. So while algebra and other things may like anything, linear, anything two dimensional yeah. is a little bit confusing. Albert Einstein but was dyslexic. If, wow. you, if you jump into the 3D, um, Calculus, it just clicked for me. It was so easy. And this, this, it was like this breathing. Just called that shit out. It was like, come so, with me. Spotted it. Wow. From a mile away, just spotted it. Was like, hey, come into this class. So I did um, AP pre calculus and AP calculus. And I was like a 4.0 student in those classes. We would have been a great, I could have written your essays. You could have done my calculus. We, this is the team, duo that I team, needed right here. Team. This is the duo that I needed. Put your two brains together. We yeah. got one full brain. Yep. I should have got a math major now that I'm thinking about but like, it, but it, it yeah. was difficult because like everyone was suggesting accounting to me, like as mm. a, That's a the profession. Exact opposite. That feels very and linear. Yeah. I, I was saying it's, I can do high level calculus math, anything yeah. that's in 3D space, my brain understands, right. it's easy, it's like breathing. Accounting could, could not be every, less 3D. I made so yeah. many mistakes. I yeah. would be the worst accountant in the world. Yeah. I, I the, the processing <laughs> was just not. Oh, <laughs> asset, liability, like, I don't know, is it, is I it credit? I had a tutor for all of accounting. I, I could not, I don't know what it is about like how the way my brain processes things. Um, I would say I'm a pretty neurotypical brain, mm -hmm. um, outside of being an anxious, 
mess. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, the way that I, I, I process information is, I think, pretty average. But accounting, <laughs> I, I like process pretty averagely. Pretty not great, but like not. It's fine. But like the way that I could not, I could not process accounting was like genuinely really frustrating. Cause I'm usually like pretty average at everything, but accounting was one of those things that would not stay in my brain. Could not figure it out. But now you figured out that those nails are something that your accountant does write off with. Yeah, look at you. Look, we, it all comes full circle. Thanks guys. <laughs> streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. This is a question that we almost started talking about before we started recording, but I okay, wanted to yeah. wait until now. Because you do so much baking content, has anyone ever asked you to do like mukbang, like eating on camera stuff? Yes, I got a lot of requests to do this and I did a couple. I did one with my sister when she was pregnant and I did one with Mike for Valentine's Day. Okay. And it was- What do we eat? The best days of my life. Yeah, got it. I indulged also, i had so like much fun getting paid I to eat everything uh-huh wow i mean fun what an interesting genre of right? content i was just talking to my lash girl like we were chatting as she was doing my lashes and she was saying that she watches mukbangs before she goes to sleep and her boyfriend used to roast the shit out of her being like what the fuck are you watching but now when he goes to sleep he also wants yeah. to watch mukbangs and so it's it's like a major major who started the mukbang Koreans. Huh? I think that's correct. I think there was like lives. That, live the, that makes sense to the, the mukbang thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, I think Korea started the mukbang, um, but it's a massive, massive genre. Mm -hmm. So today I was actually going mm -hmm. through my analytics on YouTube randomly, which I rarely do and should definitely do more often. But I was going through what other like search topics that my viewers are specifically looking for. And it was like room organization, um, very little DIY, mm -hmm. which is very interesting. Love that for me and my whole entire brand. But one of the top things was like room organization and mukbangs. And I was like, should I be a mukbanger? <laughs> yes. A mukbanger? A mukbanger. Yes. <laughs> um, That's from, hot. From my two experiences. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. I just feel like what I feel delicious, Ill. amazing. The problem is that the moment you get done, well, halfway through you get done eating, like you start to just kind of fall off a little bit. I, I've done a mukbang right. with, um, with Josh Peck before and he makes it very clear that you don't have to eat everything. He's like, you try a lot of everything. He's like, okay. you don't have to eat everything. I, I don't think I want to eat on camera. I think I would just look back at that and go, why do I eat so stupid? I don't know if this is an Asian thing, but for whatever reason, <laughs> I've learned to just cover my mouth every time I eat something. I think it's that I don't like the way my mouth moves when I eat, but I cover my mouth every single time. I don't know if it's a stereotypical white guy thing, but I eat with uh, my mouth out. They're just looking at everything. <laughs> and, like, and the camera, especially with this many, like 4K, it would look ridiculous. Yeah, no, I just, I just okay. like, 
I don't need to know what I look like when I eat because I don't want to look like that. I There's also don't want to know what yeah. I look like. That's why I yeah. cover my mouth. I don't yeah. want. I you don't know, want... all you got to do is just not watch it. Right. Mm. Yeah, that's, I don't know about you guys, but I don't watch anything that I make. Uh, we watch this. That's it. Okay. I great. watch before, like I watch my editor cuts my videos and mm -hmm. I watch it once over to make sure like it's right. all good. And then once right. it goes up, I don't watch it. Yeah. Unless someone's like, oh my God, like what happened here at 834? And I'm like, oh fuck, what did happen here at 834? And I'll go and like watch specifically. I guess it's a little bit different for content creators because you're involved in the editing right. or final right. edit process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm so far removed that I haven't seen myself do anything in years. And I feel like that's great for myself. That I think is also, very healthy. You've been doing yes. this for 12 years? Yeah. You got a, you okay, got wait, a system. I read I had, somewhere. I had to remove myself yeah, completely yeah. because I'm so slow. <laughs> um, I'm just slow. That's just... How I, I roll. But you're on time. Yeah, I'm I I'm slow and steady, like a marathon. I would and, say punctual on, and on time, then very quick and thank you. always late. I totally agree. Yeah. I really appreciate that. I, I It's true. I try. You're really doing what hard. you can. You might be a little slow, but yeah. you're there on time. You were here at 8 30 p.m. on the dot. Thank Maybe you. Maybe even a few minutes early. I, I, you know what? A punctual queen. I love to be punctual. I also love to be punctual. I love it. It makes me feel good. Are you punctual? Me too. Mike? Okay. Mike's pretty yeah. good. That's like, how I know you're punctual. You said he's pretty good. Yeah. He's pretty good at it, I actually. Feel like Mike, uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mike's had to, uh, you know, he's my manager. Right. Uh, so that's it's a, it's a really fun, interesting dynamic. That was my next question. So so yeah, let's let's uh, we're gonna circle back on that real quick. Finish your story, and then we're gonna come back to the this. The thing that I would suggest no one do. You guys have done for longer so than many most, years, longer than I've yeah. done any job ever. I would say maybe we're an outlier. I agree. So yeah, I wouldn't su suggest it like as a great um, like, but it just works so well. I need management. As I think um, do most creators. I think I, I think having the right management is right. a really great fit. But anyway, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, I okay, so Mike's the one who encouraged me to start YouTube. Mm -hmm. Started making content on YouTube and I asked him if he would manage me. And initially he said no. <laughs> he turned wait, wait, me down. You were in a previous relationship at this time, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. What does that have to do with I was in a relationship. He was in a relationship. Yeah. So our relationship wasn't romantic. It was just professional. Right, no, but that's why I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Mike, right, that's what the good... Why would you say no? Like, she's like, this is, she wants an I'm sorry, have a you manager. Met, have you met talent? That's why. No. Have yeah. you met talent? Not, An opportunity. Not all talent is Rosanna. I'm offended on Rosanna's behalf. Thank Mike you, Lauren. No. I appreciate yeah. it because Mike was working with a bunch of gamers. He loves mm. to game. Yeah, he loves to game. He loves to uplift people. That's just who he is at his core. And I, it, it, he's just a perfect, he's like a blend of a talent and a manager. He, he can hold his yeah. own, but he also loves to help people. I think that that's just what he's great at. And How do you describe me? Cause that's very sweet. <laughs> 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 Sorry, go ahead. And I just said, okay, well, if you're not gonna manage me, cause he said, you know, I work with a lot of gamers and you're not a gamer, you do baking. Like, what am I gonna, I, I, don't, I don't know Fine. anything what am I gonna about this. Yeah. I don't know anything about this. And I said, well, you know, it's kind of gaming adjacent. I'm making nerdy nummies. A lot of the treats that I'm making are from Mario, from Zelda, from Starcraft. Oh my Starcraft, God, yeah. From, no, 100% adjacent. You know, I right, totally agree. It, it's adjacent. Yeah. It, it's not 
fully out of your realm. Uh-huh. And I said, you just know a lot about building business. You know, so many things that I don't. I'm mad at manager Mike right now. What year are we in? I'm not. Yeah, Mike. Got a little hard to get. Year yeah, what year are we in, in right now where you said no? Is it 2008? be my manager. 10, 11? Well, real quick. Now he's your man and your manager. So let's just calm down. All yeah, right? but I'm mad yeah. at past manager Mike right now. Now he's putting the man <laughs> in manager. Was not doing that before. I definitely got denied. Put the man in manager. I think I think what sold him was I said, okay, if you're not gonna be my manager, please give me ten tips. Just ten pieces of advice for oh. my channel. He got to six. He's like, and oh, I fuck, will, I'll do it. I will get out of your hair. So he gave me ten things, suggestions mm-hmm. that I should do. Okay. I did them overnight. Hustler, you know? hardworking, hustler, dedicated. I was like, okay, I've I've integrated everything. I've changed everything. I changed my art. I changed everything. How many Even, subscribers do you think you're at at this point? Nothing, zero. <laughs> zero, um, okay. I'm at okay. 10 subscribers. One's my mom. I'm, <laughs> you know, spam that, that's where I am. My sister, my mom, three spam accounts. Your dad hadn't quite subscribed ha- yet. Hadn't subscribed yet. I got was- my uncle on board. I mean, we're-, we're, we're So at, the Pansino family is yeah, the Pansino clan of family. subscribers. We're, we're at nothing. Yeah. Okay. And I said, okay, I did the 10, what's 10 more? And he goes, I've never had talent who listened to me. <laughs> oh my and? God. I think I shocked him. He didn't know what to do. He was like, "What? I'm used to talent who I fight for years to make two adjustments. Mm. I'm not used to working with someone who's so coachable, who's so open, who's open to suggestion. Like this is, what? See, you say you're slow, but to say to come around the next day and have it all done. You're so right. right. Yeah. Passionate. So it's the slow brain mm-hmm. meets passion. Got it. So it fire, calls hustler. Fire in the belly. Gotcha. Right? It's the Irish in me. It's the fire <laughs> in the belly meets my slow brain. And we meet in the middle. Uh-huh. And that's where the magic happens. <laughs> over um, a pint of Guinness. Yep, over a pint of Guinness. A bottle of wine. A glass of rose. Uh, we're we're all happy in there. And 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 Mike eventually said yes. Gave he, in. he said, Yeah, I We'll manage you. You're I like on the sixth know. round of another 10 tips, 60 yeah. tips letter. He's like, oh my fucking God, fine. I'll take a percentage of your earnings. Yeah, I said, yeah. take it. I love you. And also he didn't know anything about the traditional space. He was really well versed in the internet mm. and the digital uh, YouTube digital space. But Mike was helping me review contracts and scripts for a traditional. I was on a, a failed Nickelodeon pilot. I was on uh, a bunch of things that Mike helped me navigate uh, it, was, it was really difficult. I was getting a lot of opportunities and that's just how it is. You know, you, especially during pilot season, especially 10 years ago, mm-hmm. pilot season, you'd be on three failed pilots yeah. and that was normal. Just, and pilot season's done now, right? They don't really do that anymore? No, I still it's hear your, pilot season, but it's not what it used to be. No, it's not. It's changed. Uh, yeah. Because Netflix just buys everything. Right, yeah. it, it's totally changed. Yeah. Also, also, back for, in the day, that do you was, want to define what pilot season oh, is yeah. real quick? Yeah, yeah, it, it's a season where a bunch of scripts are greenlit to produce one. Meaning season. they get approved. The the, the yeah. pilot, usually a single episode or like a like almost like a mini series, yeah. like mm-hmm. a, um, and then those are submitted, and then it's like a sink or float situation mm-hmm. with networks. Uh, they either do testing, um within like a test group or they actually air it yeah. and it's, and you get one pilot season. Uh, and, and you know, it's, I think a lot of traditional actors understand it's it, it sink or fail. Yeah. And I've only gone through two seasons. 
back in the day, I only went through two seasons of those. Yep. And I had a lot of failures, which is very normal. Yeah, 90% of mm-hmm. yeah. there's so yeah. many, yeah. But I met so many wonderful people that I'm still in contact with today, still talk with, and it, it was just hard. It, it was hard, but Mike was great. He helped me through it. Um, I had a manager at the time. <laughs> <laughs> So and real quick, uh, you just say, hang on, hang on, uh, this, uh, hang on. And, and <laughs> just on. for those at home following, you don't usually have two managers. Yeah, so normally how this works is not. <laughs> so who was, it was a manager before, so it was, be- was it between the agent and Mike? There was an agent, a manager and Mike. And <laughs> the agent team. dropped me. Uh-huh. The manager, Um, we're finding nice words. We're yeah. finding nice words. No, we're we're just... finding nice words. Complimentary attributes about this person. Asked me to feed their cat. Oh, um, that's left field. Not where I thought that was going whatsoever. And was that in your, okay, was that, was that, was that in your contract? First off, I love people. Okay, I, I and and everyone I work with, I become friends with. Like mm-hmm. it, I feel like it's because I treat my career like a marathon and all the different projects that I'm working on, you know, it, people that I meet become my friends in real life. Right. And I have a big heart. So they're in there forever. It's, it's not like they're going anywhere, but, but this was just, there was no, <laughs> there was no professionalism and it was just all like, Hey, I'm going out of town. Can you feed my cat? And I'm like, okay. And so I'm feeding his cat. And then I'm like, I, it was a hot mess. So he it, was taking advantage of how, how kind you were. I would also say just terrible advice. Just <laughs> the instincts that my previous manager had uh-huh. were were not great. What's, what he, what's he doing what now? What put you into that dumpster? What's sure. he doing now? I, I think he's retired in yeah. a different As he state. probably should be, yeah. Um, yeah, time to go. And I, I really admired his dad. His dad ran a great a management uh, business and team. And I had, had signed on when his, his dad was running things. Um. And then when his dad was no longer in the picture and he's running things, it just, it just went to a hot mess. And Mike, who has never been a manager in traditional space, right? Went, what the heck are you doing? What is going on? on here. Why are you feeding his cat? Why are you bringing his other talent on a red carpet with you? Why, why are you revising a script for him? Like what, what is going on here? What are you running a small? So Mike came in and kind of cleaned up the situation. It sounds like. Correct. Mike has a lot of common sense. He's a great business person. He's a great person in general. And he just went, what is all this nonsense? I'm sure your manager at Let's the time was just, like, no. hated that too. Right, he's like, fuck, who's gonna feed my cat yeah. now? <laughs> yeah, you, you let me fire him, but- I have to get like I a still, pet sitter. I still leave every couple of weeks. Right, but, yeah. Okay, so yeah. so the catnip, like what's, yeah. what's our plan here? What By the way, if I had a cat, I, doing? I, I would feel I doing? comfortable calling you to feed it, but I don't have a cat. I would yeah. 100% trust you with my cat. Uh, just for the record, mm-hmm. I would watch Moose in one second. <laughs> I, 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 I would- Puppy sit moose in one second. That is that is the highest I love honor. dogs. This is the highest honor. Please, yeah. please bring him over. One oh, what's of, one more? 
I really, right at this point, I love babysitting dogs and I do it all the time. I babysit uh, Cassie's dog from Blogilates, yep, yep. Sir George, Sir and George? I Sir George. babysit uh, Scarborough. Uh, Lily Scarborough was yes. going to yes. an event and she was like, hey, uh, you want Scarborough? Can I watch my dog? I was like, <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, bring him over. Did you get invited to this really cool thing? No. Cool. No, so you're not, don't you're, care. you have no plans? Great. You want my dog? <laughs> I would rather be at home hanging out with the dog. I get it. Uh, that's me. Cause I feel like I'm 96 at heart. Uh, so <laughs> please, please bring your dogs to me. I don't want, wait. Okay. So I told the story about not wanting to watch the take of the cat, but it, please bring your dog to me. <laughs> I, if you're going on a vacation, my dogs would love to have a little play Something friend. new to they would just We love luckily have like a decent amount of friends in no, LA who are dogless our, and are love. so excited our to have a dog. Yeah, of people who, like, I think we've offended people by not calling them <gasps> to watch Moose when we go we out We do town. have quite okay. the list of people who yeah. are- Put me on the waiting list. Yeah, by, by the way, I know a guy. Put me on the waiting list. Yeah, for sure. I want to go back to something you said, and I heard a little rumor that you don't miss- Uploads. Okay, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. We, we put, put wow, a pin true, in that. True. We're coming back to Mike. Wow. We're still on Mike wow. here. Now we're on Mike. Yeah, we're still on Mike. Wow. Because Mike. I want to talk about how you're like the ability for the two of you to have not only a healthy relationship, but also have a healthy business relationship too. That's an anomaly. Because how many years? A miracle. Has been? It's a miracle. Because how many years have you done both sides of that? This is insane, but I don't actually know how many years. I know for sure we've been officially dating for 10 years. Oh my God. Wow! It may be 12. <laughs> At a certain point, you know. They all blend together for 12 the, years. The, yeah. The problem is that I don't really know when we started dating. When we first met each other and started working together, it was completely professional. Mm -hmm. I was hooked up on another guy. Uh -huh. I was completely yes. enthralled by somebody else. I'm sure that guy was, was Mr. Wonderful at the time. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And he was with somebody else. So our mindsets were just not romantic at all. It was just business. And you were asking him for why, lists of things you could do. I right. bet this is like one of the key elements though to having a successful, like obviously again, this is very difficult, but for you guys to have started as business partners first and yes. then, cause I think when you go the opposite route and some people do is like difficult. they date first and then they add business into it. So um, what we did. So what we did basically yeah. right. it's difficult. is, well also too, it's difficult because like when someone comes in as your manager, I think I've seen oh, yeah. elements where there's a weird power dynamic there where the manager feels as if they're above, you know, the quote unquote talent. But or, I feel like, what? Or, or the talent feels like they're above the manager. Or, totally, totally. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a weird vibe yeah. when you come in from the opposite direction. But I feel yeah. like the way you guys have done it has been really healthy. Right, yeah, it's it's been amazing. I don't know what we did, but I just feel really lucky because it's, the first relationship, it's the longest relationship of my life and it's so steady. It's just secure, like a rock. It's safe, great. consistent. Yeah, right. I feel like, I mean, I think that's what a lot of people look for is like consistency and safety and feeling secure. Right, um, and it really caught me off guard. I mean, I'll be really honest about that. We've kind of joked about it, but we worked together for a long time before it was romantic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when we first started working together, it was very professional. And then it developed into a respect and then a friendship. And then we started spending a lot of time together and we realized we really enjoyed each other's company. And it was like this mix of like friendship, but 
started to be a little bit more. This is mm-hmm. 1932's love story. Like, I know, yeah. it's so wholesome. Yeah. We just enjoyed and each other's just, company. It was so slow. That's healthy. Perfect though. for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got it. And gradual that it didn't really have a start date. So Got that's it. why right. when people are like, how many years have you been together? And I was like, well, officially it's over 10, but it might be 12. Do people in your comments, cause like I, I can I don't feel know. the velocity at which, cause Jeremy and I will have been together four years, like in late fall. Yeah. And like the velocity that people, the intensity that people are like, when are you getting married? When are you having babies? When is the next step happening? I haven't seen any of those comments. I can't imagine how hard <laughs> you get it at 10 to 12 months. Or oh, no. months, to years, clear, years, yeah. years, 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 years. Yeah. 90% of them are your, are your mom on different accounts. Just, just nail, <laughs> nail in the comments yes. for sure. Yeah. Gail has yeah. multiple burner accounts yeah. fueling the fire. Yeah. She gets the when fans yeah. to rally. She got bots. Where's the ring? Yeah, bot farm. And Gail just, got yeah. bots. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but, but. Yeah. It's about time. It's my to move on. I better mother bitches you would get married. Cause I wanna, I wanna circle back on this afterwards. And again, whatever this you were gonna talk about, we're gonna come so back to this. So funny. Are you? It's happening. Oh my gosh, you guys. But, I, I mean, I get it. <laughs> because people must come, not come for you. That's not the right thing. No, That's come right for thing you. I, Sure, yeah. come for you. Yeah. But they Rude. they they demand right. the timeline of when things are gonna happen. And I think also we've talked about this before too, and you've you've made content a little bit about this. We've mm-hmm. talked about is like freezing your eggs. And like that is such a I feel like a topic that I would love to dive into a little bit because I know like our audience too is majority between the ages of twenty one to thirty five. Yeah, all frat guys. Perfect. All frat guys. There's yes, a, of course. Perfect. All male. There's about 16 guys listening to this podcast. No, but yeah. I think like as things, you know, change, it's not like the world is just like not the way that it used to be Ooh. 20 years ago when people were having right. babies at 21 and that was the expectation. And I so think, like, yeah, raising, like freezing your eggs is such a great idea because it takes the issue of time mm-hmm. off the table. Right. And I think the dynamic between like men and women is that women have a time, a time limit. I feel like it's like a ticking time bomb. Yeah. And it's a countdown. Men, it's literally a countdown clock. Men don't. And when I w- was speaking to our doctor about it, she was saying that, you know, as men age, yeah, they may gradually produce less sperm, but it's still healthy, um, 100% healthy. Uh, whereas women have a time limit where I think it's after the age of 35, you are considered a geriatric pregnancy. Oh my God, that makes me so stressed. Statistically, uh, every year, not only complications with birth, but more percentage, higher percentage of issues with a healthy child. Uh, And so I think if you understand that basic dynamic, why women in general, seem to be more in a hurry to start a relationship, start mm-hmm. marriage, have kids. It is completely biological. It completely makes sense. It, 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 it It's understandable. And I wanted to eliminate that because I wanted mm. to take my time. Mm-hmm. So I froze my eggs and I just, it's wonderful. How, Do you how feel many like, years ago? It was a difficult process. It was more involved than I thought, but I don't regret it. Mm. And I would do it again in a second because it gives you time. Right. I feel like it gives you and your partner, you're more on the same timeline. Right, it evens and it out. And it, it gives you that flexibility. Yeah. It gives you the same flexibility as a man does. Mm-hmm. And 
that's not something that we had as women like prior. Right. I, I think that that's, I think that's so perfectly also, put. We don't understand it. To your point, right. like you feel like you're on, on like, yeah. what's the, like, I, like I'm thinking what's the rush. You're thinking right. my literal existence and body. Yeah, my literal existence. Yeah. And, and not body. even yeah. conscious right. um, thought, but hormones are so powerful. Mm. Like your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone levels. They're so, hormones are extremely powerful. What's that second they word can, you said? They, uh, Progesterone. 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 They can, they can override. It's <laughs> fucking face right now. <laughs> how you think, how you feel, how how you behave. Do you guys make up the they, word before this? They, no. These are real. And and, and what it's different, happens. It's different female hormones. So like, right. this this might be more familiar. There's different types of birth controls and different types of birth controls can be controlled, um, can control your cycle through estrogen or progesterone. Progesterone. There we go. There we go. Yeah, progesterone. That's, that looks like a spell from like Harry Potter. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. It's the baby Progesterone. spell. It's the it's the egg baby spell. And I Got will it. say I will say this. I will confirm this. But sometimes in movies and in entertainment, they kind of touch on this. But women in their mid thirties start to go through the hormonal cycle of it's almost like a pre menopause. Got it. And when that happens, you're kind of in. I don't want to say baby making mode, but <laughs> you start to, you don't even think about it, but it's, it's subconscious. It's your hormones. It's your biological clock saying you're running out of time. Get it and, going. And what it does is it amps up everything. You're like a 16 year old boy. I mean, it is insane. You guys, <laughs> I, I, I will say it's very fun. And I don't think we talk about it enough yeah. in media or uh -huh. just in general, but the best time in my life is mid thirties. <laughs> yeah. No, we were just talking you about guys, this. Yeah. You, Rose thriving. You have the sex drive that you had in high school, but you're in a much better place. I don't have to sex in the backseat of a car. Mentally, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, relationship wise, like you've the wise down of your sheets are much higher now. True. Yes, girl. I mean, yeah, let me just say it is the best time of my the life. The mattress is off the ground. Yeah, yes. it's been washed. It, it it honestly is the best time of my life, and I don't know why more don't more people talk about this. This is like the best. It I'm I'm living. You know what though? I think that I'm makes sense because great. like you're comfortable. Like I think about now. Like I have so many different factors of stress coming at me in all different directions on top of my biological ticking time clock, like ready to implode in my face, and I still feel like I'm in the building phase of my career as well right. too. So like like sex is not at the top of my mind. You know what I right. mean? Like every single day, like I don't have any kind of like hormone change right now. I'm an animal. I have a problem. <laughs> it's, I'm, I am not myself, you guys. Well, no, I, am, I think you're more than yourself. I, yeah, I mean, I'm my high school self right, right. now, which is, it's poor, I, I don't wanna say poor Mike, he's having a great time. Um, but <laughs> like, literally, Congratulations, Mike, you are the luckiest man in the world. He just world. wants to masturbate once a yeah. week. <laughs> Let me get to it. Please. It's true, like having a lot of fun. Um, like if, if Jeremy, if you and I, if I were to be like, I need sex every single day, you would be like, I don't have time. I'd be like, did you send me a calendar invite? Is this in, my, is this in the calendar? I'll just schedule it. This is how it is in the mid thirties. And this is this is completely hormone driven. And, it, and, and I think that that speaks to, how it is for women, and and I really want people to understand that men and women yeah. that 
it's biological. And so, and I hope guys who watch really understand. Well, we have about six that, men total who are watching. So yeah, but like not, a lot. I, I feel like a lot of women probably are wondering, or not even wondering, or thinking to themselves, okay, I'm not crazy. Well, no. also too, I think a lot no. of like, in general society definitely like rewards and like collapse for men who like have a lot of sex, but for women, it's got a totally different double standard. And I think that's something that's like eventually gonna shift and is shifting. But I mean, I think like yeah. talking about this and like having more conversations about this is is always really helpful. So people don't feel, you know what I mean? So like, so um, estranged to the situation that is now The Brady Bunch did not cover mid thirties horniness. Yeah, no. fucking Sesame a, Street did not cover it. It's a real it. thing. Oh, maybe, maybe Bert doesn't need to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weird today. Okay. Yeah. It's my hormones and it's yeah. totally natural and normal. And so today we're talking and about estrogen. Was Big Bird a, 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 a female? No, male? no, Bert and Ernie, are you thinking about- Bert, Big wait, Bird. Wait, wait, Big Bird, 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 Bird. Bird. no, no yeah. Big Bird's a boy. Okay, got it. I think, but Bert and Ernie have always had the narrative of being like gay besties. Yeah, I, th I think that's accurate. Yeah. I just love how the, like, the latest Harry Potter, which is Dumbledore, was just- I love that gay. Dumbledore yeah. was gay. Yeah, you know what? I just saw it's that. Adorable. That doesn't undo all of like the transphobic situation around JK Rowling, but I do love that Dumbledore is gay. I just kind of wish that we could have seen Johnny Depp make out with that dude, but for sure, it's all good. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I understand, yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, God, I love him. God, you know, don't, I'm at a dangerous phase. Right. You can't put me near <laughs> handsome yeah, men. I gotta be honest, we should have had a completely I, separate podcast I, topic for Rosanna. I we didn't honestly, do, yeah. you guys, I, honest, I, I prepared a smasher pass in terms of desserts of like which yes. desserts we like, we should have done men. I don't know I was what saying, I was thinking. Smash dessert, dessert style. Chris Evans is first. I don't first. know what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have a huge, it. like, um, what is it called? A pass list? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. hall for pass. A, for a, a hall pass. Oh, yeah. who's it's, your it's hall huge, pass? By the way, it's usually not a long list. It's huge. Okay, okay so it. who are, who are, who are your huge. top three on your, on your hall pass? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> just kidding. No. Do they have a penis? Yes. I get it. I, I think what's unique about Mike and I is that we're so solid and secure with each other. Like, I love this guy. I want to grow old with him. You're doing and it currently. After I lost my dad, it really mm. changed my perspective yeah. in life. And it, 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 I just want to have as much fun as possible. And you're saying that after 10 to 12 years, which yeah. is longer than most marriages last. Yeah, it's so true. We're having so much fun and we both have hall passes and they're 100% greenlit. <laughs> and- Pilot season. What's I think unique about our relationship is we don't have any jealousy, yeah. which I've had in the past. I, I think every relationship I've had in the past have had a lot of jealousy, a lot of insecurity. And I think the jealousy stems from insecurity. 100%. Yeah. And I think that's the root of it. Where with Mike, it's it's really interesting because our love grew so slowly, mm. naturally, and <laughs> gradually. Like the slowest, and it just got deeper and deeper and deeper in roots mm. where we feel comfortable even having those conversations, which it, it's interesting to me because I've never been able to have those conversations with another human being and another relationship in my entire life. I, so I, I would say that's very unique. What's 100%. The, all right, what's the secret? I, what's so, your secret? Like not for everybody, but what works, what works for you? Slow and steady. Really? I, 
that's been our whole relationship. It's kind of like slowly creeped up on me, like slowly rooted in me, slowly grown. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have, like, do you have to set aside specific time to have like date nights that are completely detached from work? Yes. Mike. Hey, Mike. (laughs) Date nights. Why are you saying it like that? What does that mean? <laughs> She's like, date nights has become seven nights a week. I know, I was gonna say, years. what does this mean? <laughs> so, I've been so chill. Like we we never had a first date because okay. we were work partners. Right. So right. we're working together, we're on tour, we're traveling around the world, we're busy, busy, busy. And then we just kind of one day it just kind of changed. Mm-hmm. Um, it changed for him and it changed for me and it happened at the same time, same page, which was, it just felt like a miracle. It wasn't something that either of us were, you know, he wasn't with someone anymore. I wasn't with someone anymore and it like just changed. Um, and then from there, it just was slow and steady, like this like vibe that just kept growing and yeah. growing and growing. <coughs> I, I know this is really like, Were you like scared? hippie, but it's almost like a tree. Right. You know, it just no, it keeps, makes sense. Like the deeper roots, you right. know, a stronger tree. That makes sense. Yeah. That's that's honestly what it felt like. And and then it doesn't feel scary because it's so slow. And scary, not scary, nervous. Yeah. Because you had something just, good before that was working. And if yeah. you introduce this, I don't think there's anything you could introduce that could mess it up faster than feelings. Yeah. Right. So that's why I'd be like, I would be nervous of that. Right. I'd, I'd probably still do it, but because I'm an idiot. But, but like, right, yeah. But 12 years later, look at you guys go. Right. It's incredible. I just, I don't even understand what the heck. God, I don't even. I think you're both you very lucky things. to have each you, other. No, you did those 10 yeah, things. Yeah, you did those 10 things. And then uh, you did 10 more. Yeah. And you, then, weren't, you weren't used to having anyone have 10 good ideas to give to you that weren't Feed My Cat. That's true. And he wasn't used to someone doing it. <laughs> and now you're here. We just had a lot of fun. And yeah, we just have a lot of fun. We're really productive. We have really good communication. I think another thing that we've learned over the years is how to argue. Oh, yeah. Um, how to fight. Um, because every relationship has arguments. Mm-hmm. You know, you have those moments where you don't agree on something or you have those moments where you have different opinions and they're about serious subjects. So I think we learned how to fight with each other. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing because every relationship you fight, if it's long term. Um, Short term, you still fight. Yeah, totally. And so learning how to do that respectfully is like the most important thing because now when we have little disagreements, we can communicate, we communicate really well. Yeah. Um, I'll say, well, I feel this way. And he says, well, I feel this way. And then we go, I hear you. I hear you. I get, I, you know, I get what I get. I get, I can live with that. I get, (laughs) I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but let's meet in the middle. And I think that's incredible. I've never had that with somebody else. I've never mm-hmm. been able to, it's been so volatile. Yeah. You know, if if someone feels a certain way and someone feels another way, there's no middle ground. Yep. Mm-hmm. And even how you communicate and how you uh, talk about it is just not mature. Yep. It's not like a healthy. 
Yeah. It, it, it's like, it, I've even been in relationships. One of my last relationships that I was in, we never fought once. Was it because you were avoiding having hard conversations though? Cause I've been in that situation as well too, where yeah. you're like, oh, well we never fight. And it's like this false pretense of having a really perfect relationship. But in reality, you're just avoiding having hard conversations. He just had a really difficult career. And I never wanted to ever be negative. Yeah. Or like. Yeah, it's hard when someone's got a stressful day to day life. You don't want to be the reason why you add one more layer of stress onto them. I right. mean, even Jeremy. So I bottled everything. Yeah, right. I think like mm -hmm. small things, big things, I bottled everything. I think when I lost my dad, I think the one thing it opened my eyes to was. Don't sweat the small stuff. The small stuff in life really doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So that was really eye-opening. But what also it brought me to is like the big stuff, the big picture stuff. And I didn't even feel comfortable talking to like my ex about big picture stuff. Yeah. Right. And that was kind of like a red flag. Like if you can't talk to your partner in life about things that really deeply matter to you, honestly, like you can't bring that up because you don't even want to stress them out. You don't even want to, you know, and you don't feel comfortable to do that. I think that's an issue, you know, and Mike never made me feel that way. I, th I think because we had so much professionalism in the mm. beginning, um, so much professionalism, so much respect, and then it grew into a friendship and then like a deep understanding of each other. And then it grew and blossomed into romance, romance, which I've never had that happen before. That, that That's the first time in my life I've ever had that transition. But that progression just felt so natural and like so real. Um, I've never experienced anything like that. And, and I think that's what's really helped us um, is that we're really honest with each other, but really respectful yeah. of each other and how we communicate with each other. Like if something bothers me, I'll say, Hey Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. So, uh, I'd like to raise my hand and um. <laughs> I do. I literally go, Hey Mike. Um, so do you remember when we were in this meeting oh, God. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. this happened? This kind of made me feel this kind of way. Okay, but I think it's so important to bring up small things like that because in the past, I feel like when those little moments get ignored, they bubble up and they bubble up and they bubble up and they explode into something bigger than you actually mean it to yeah. because you've been holding in all these things and building resentment and eventually the volcano erupts. Right. And it might be like a, a situation of like the straw that breaks the camel's back when it's not actually something that matters. So then the person on the other side is like, oh my God, like all I did was this tiny little thing. Like, why are you freaking the fuck out? But in yes. your mind, you're like, no, you did this, 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 this and the list goes on. And so, right. and the response is, why didn't you say anything about those things? Right. And why then it's like, and you're like, fuck, well, why didn't yeah. I say something? But it's like, right. I think people are so scared of conflict when the communication skills aren't strong. Right. Something as small as bringing up a conversation, like when you did this, right. it made me feel like this, I think can feel very scary when your communication, communication skills aren't, um, you know, integrated in a way that are going to be healthy. Yeah. yeah. And you learned a new language to speak to somebody at some point. So you obviously value communication. Yeah. It, it, what was interesting is that being a communication major. 
Okay. Me and my degree. Uh, from Pacific Lutheran yeah, University. University. PLU. What go up? Lutes. Go. Uh, woo woo. Go Lutes. Um, black and gold. Hear it. Black we were purple and gold. Black. Purple I was I was blue and gold. Oh, hey. Oh, look at us. Come on, bulldogs. Yeah. Yeah. Got some gold. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Our mascot was the Lutes. The what does that mean? The what is that? The essence and spirit of being a loot. <laughs> I don't know. I Wait, don't so know. what character is a loot? We used to be the knights, but they changed it to the loot. We were the so crusaders. I don't, I don't and if you look at history. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, cool. look at history. That's not, not what you want your private high school oh, to be. Oh, okay. They just kind of okay. went and just, just pillaged I things. I was uh, Eggie ah. the Ram. Eggie the Ram in university. And we were a bulldog in high school. Got I like the bulldog. The bulldog was pretty cute. He was cute. He, he was, was like the navy and gold. It was really cute colors. I wasn't a cheerleader. I can't touch my toes at all. But if I was a cheerleader, the cheerleaders had really Lauren, cute outfits. You would be an amazing cheerleader. No, 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 no. I cannot bend my body 90 degrees. I would not be an amazing cheerleader. No, I also, but you could dance. No. I don't know if you've seen you me. You could dance. No, you could no, dance. no, 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 I can teach you an eight count. No, no, no. you can't okay. tell me otherwise. I can One teach you an eight count. America's best choreographers, Kai Hanagami, cannot yes. teach me how to Fuck dance. Fuck America. One oh, of the world. I love him, by the way, but yeah. you know what? I could teach you how to eight count. You cannot. Girl, I can teach you how to eight count. No, 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 no. You're insulting Kyle. He loves coming over here and watching you struggle through it till you kind of yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he loves My watching you struggle. The He's last incredible. Time you sent him a video of something you were doing. Yeah. And he, and he goes, okay, really good. Don't post that one. <laughs> no, no, it's no, just, I'm good no. at a lot of things. Dancing is not one of them and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Lauren, I disagree. We can get you to eight count. I honestly I, think I there's just, a month's worth of, of, of just, just like back and forth content. Mm -hmm. You guys could do whenever you have a dry spell, which I know is not happening for yes. you right now. Yeah, so but that's for, not. For I'm you. on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's Just something wrong with ideas me. are flowing out of everywhere. Slowly, My but a lot hormones of are on fire. You guys, I you didn't mention to, that. I went to a specialist. You said, "Am I too yes. horny?" And they said, "No." I went to my regular doctor, referred me to a specialist. I'm I'm now seeing a specialist in LA. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. My testosterone levels are through the roof. Okay. <laughs> Is that I'm, normal I'm testosterone too? I'm almost hitting 200. Okay. What's normal so, level? Like, what do you think I probably have? Girl, I don't know. But I, I would say that um, last year I was at a 10. Okay. 10. Like now one zero. I'm at a 200. Dear so God, Mike. That is blood. <laughs> that is the blood testing. That is biology. That, you know, that's. Stuff I, I don't control. Did, that's nothing I'm controlling. Right, that is that's literally nuts. Mother Nature being like, here's yes. every sixteen year old hormone. boy. I, listen, I don't know what happened. I don't I, know. I, I, don't, I needed to do it seven times a day. I don't know. It's insane, you guys. I got a problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, fortunately, right now, it's like not. No, no, no. Fortunately, you have a solution. Uh, His name's Mike. It's right here. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Mike's having the best years of our relationship. <laughs> you know, which is wonderful. Self-proclaimed. Like, when you think like 10, 12 years in, and now we're having like the highlights. Yeah. No, I love that for you guys. It's incredible. It's really wonderful. I, <laughs> I'm like blushing because it, it's, what? I didn't expect it. No, but I feel like this is so, like, I love hearing this. Like I love, I, cause it's like, not the, I, I'm going to be 29 this okay, year. Okay, wait till your mid thirties, girl. You're going to have a great, uh, great time. <laughs> no, but like it gives you something uh, to look forward to. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like everyone I'm makes right it here. seem okay. so like, yeah. like 
I don't know. N- not that like it seems my future seems bleak, but again, like this whole oh, like no, this girl, whole like just wait to those mid 30s phase. Uh, I I you know, I think that's why they came up with the t- term a cougar. You oh, know? that does make cuz I think when Are you the like, cougar? I am a cougar right now. <laughs> I'm a cougar I'm a cougar in heat. No, no, no. You need and like 10 I'm more a, years. I'm a wild animal. <laughs> At least 10 more I, years. I, I, I may not look like it, but biologically, I'm just like, I, I, I don't know who I am anymore. I feel like I'm literally 15, 16 in high school. I, I'm, I'm a problem, you know? That it, it's... They don't talk about this a lot. I I think they make a few (laughs) jokes about it in entertainment, but they don't talk about how your hormone levels literally go from, I'm a 10. A 10? You're 20X. A 10 in testosterone. Because women have uh, estrogen, progesterone. Progesterone? And testosterone. You need all three to function. What do we have? Testosterone. Just one? Yeah. You, you only have one? That's, that's your dominant. You might have others, right. but testosterone is the dominant. Got it. But yeah. yeah, for women, you need all three to function mm-hmm. properly. But hit a certain miracle age <laughs> at mid-30s. If you had a podcast, a miracle age. you would have so you, many brands lining up for you. Yeah. hit that mark and it just, I'm out of control. <laughs> I'm out of no control. Chance. And I wish that they would just. Talk about it more. People no, would talk good. about it. You gotta more normalize because, it. Yeah. Because it is something to look forward to. No, this if, is this, yeah. If you're in your twenties and you're like, I'm feeling great, I'm feeling young, feeling fabulous, great. And then you hit your thirties and you're like, oh, uh, you know, maybe I'm I'm getting older. I feel it feels amazing. <laughs> okay. I feel younger. I feel like I was in high school. So it, it doesn't even it, it, in my brain. I feel like I'm 15. I don't even get it. I don't even get it. It, it, it I'm, You know what I mean? What a bottle that it, up. It, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. that's a, no, this it's is, a whole thing. I, I like love looking forward to this because I think like at 29 this year, I feel like the, the strongest thought that I have is like the looming idea that like I have to either freeze eggs or have kids before 35 right. because literally geriatric pregnancy, that's what right. they call it. it and that's, that's like common knowledge, it. geriatric pregnancy. Like that, that's such a scary thought. So like thinking about the way that you've kind of like changed the narrative of like freezing the eggs and like evening out the mindsets and perspectives is like so comforting to hear, I think. And then- Hearing about this, yeah, sounds super fun, babe. Cougar, I'm not older than you, but Cougar froze my eggs in my young thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I froze my eggs, extremely fertile, and I still am now. Mm. Uh, but statistically, they're saying it's a, a geriatric pregnancy now. That is such but, a harsh but, word. I wish I wouldn't use the word geriatric. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but it's not just science and math. It, everyone is an individual right. and there's genetics. Yeah, and, oh, and yeah, a lot yeah, totally. of uh, other outliers involved. But the, the, the main thing is that froze my eggs before we hit that point. Mm. So the eggs are younger. But when I was going to go see the specialist, Mike, what they say to me? Right. Okay. 24 eggs and they were all A pluses, what they said. So- the specialist. <laughs> Mike just said there's, there's one that was a minus, yeah. but okay. we're not going to talk about the bad yeah. egg. Mike was saying at the at the time we went in as a couple, I froze my eggs, and she was saying that I was extremely fertile, mm-hmm. and 
that's the time to do it. You right. want to do it. I, I think the younger, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got a ton of eggs, uh, 24 you could have a farm healthy of eggs. Yeah, it's a whole basket. Football they, team. They were all A plus except for one. We're not okay. going to talk so about that. There's the one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a rounding one, error. One, one that, a rounding error. A minus. Yeah. Honestly, um, I was still happy to get an A minus in high school and, me and university. Too. A minus? Yeah. I would have been thrilled. A minus, that's what I'm a saying. That's great. a good egg. Yeah. C's get degrees is what my right. philosophy. So, you know, you give me some A's, I'm like, oh, all Actually, right, we're fine here. Push comes to shove. I wouldn't we're, be, we're I wouldn't, doing good. I wouldn't be afraid of that A minus. Yeah, I me either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's go. Yeah. Like, honestly, might yeah. have a little more character. How many yeah. how many months did you do um, hormone shots leading up to that? Because I know that it was okay. a long process. It's way longer. Because you're my first friend who's ever froze eggs before. Okay, so and I remember you saying, yeah. Here's the deal is it's more invasive than I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, for lack of a better words, that you just go in, you do some shots, and then you extract some eggs. Same. I thought it'd just be like one of those like Easy. claw games, like just like shloop. You don't right. just in, you don't just into the cup and then you hand I it to just somebody. Thought Shut it up. was <laughs> Shut <up>. very <laughs> medical, uh, easy, just very um, not so much. Yeah. So I would do it again. I don't regret doing it, but it was more, I think the right word is invasive yeah. mm-hmm. than I thought. Um, so what happens is I, I had to go on an oral hormonal pill mm-hmm. for a couple weeks before. What is weeks? Um, no, just wait, just wait. Oh. And then once that happened, then I had to start injecting the medications. You inject the medications at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of shots a day. I think it was three or four shots a day. Um, one of them, the, the mm. kitty cat, the MCAT, ah. the, um, that was a stinger. Oh. Um, the needle size was large, which you can inject quickly, yeah. but the pain was higher. The puncture, yeah. I would have rather had a smaller needle and yeah. gone slower. Can you do yeah. it? Is that an yeah. option? Not really. Okay. No, uh, oh you get God. what you get. So, right. and so you have um, to do this yeah, at you home. These back. Yeah. yeah, I could actually would like smaller needles. In yeah, so I get you a couple do of different assortment. Yeah. Some women would prefer their partners to do it. Yeah. I did it myself, and yeah. I had my film it. <laughs> like we the were, YouTubers we are, baby. <laughs> I was like literally never intending to upload this footage. I was going to keep it as like a home video. Yeah, my show dad, your kid one day. Look, this yeah, is you. This is out. how. Yeah. This is how you you were. You know, you you came to be. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a home. Here's video, your origin. But, yeah, story. the immaculate conception. I, hurt. I I finally decided. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm. I'm going to upload it because I thought it was educational. I yeah. thought it would no, it is. You know, help people, yeah, other people going through or considering the process. Yeah. Um, so you would, you, you would do three injections um, every day mm-hmm. and you're supposed to do that for two weeks straight. Um, you could do it in your tummy or your thigh. Ooh, which one's better? For me, I started with the tummy, oh, God. ended with the thigh. Yeah, thigh. Love the thigh. thigh. My, Big left, thigh fan. my left leg thigh. That's the spot. Yeah. I just like numb. I could just stab right in there and go really quick and and, and not feel anything. I felt great. I don't think I could give myself a shot. It, it's difficult because you have to put the shot all the, the needle all mm-hmm. the oh. way in. It's pretty deep. Nope. So having a little bit of fat, a yeah. little bit of a muffin top is wonderful. 
So I actually put on a little bit of weight to be more comfortable. I've been preparing to do this um, as well. I just, yeah. The needles were big. They were pretty long as well. I was a little mm -hmm. intimidated. Mm -hmm. So I, I put on a little bit of weight just for this. So I, I would squeeze it and just boom, boom, and get through it. Uh, what happened was we were supposed to extract the eggs after two weeks uh -huh. of, of doing this um, same process as IVF. You know, it's the same process where you're, injecting medication every day. It's painful. You get bruises. I mean, it's, it's painful. And then uh, my hormone levels had gone way too high. Ooh. Oh, so they put me on another medication to lower them. And this is why I missed one of my best friend's weddings. And I'm so sad about it. Uh, the surgery was scheduled for two weeks prior, mm -hmm. but it got delayed because my hormone levels went too high. We had to start injecting a different medication to bring them down. Yeah. Oh, to balance it out. Right. Yeah. And um, it was just more shots. It was more painful. I, they, they really stung. There was a few of them that really hurt. Yeah. Um, the actual medication hurt. Yeah. Um, you could feel it. Mm -mm. Um. But when we were ready, we extracted the eggs. We got a ton of healthy eggs. Another thing um, is that your belly will protrude like you're pregnant. Really? You will look four months pregnant. Um, and what you have to do is you can't wear tight pants. You can't wear tight jeans. You have to wear like a loose summer dress, uh, just like when you're pregnant, because there's no placenta. Your body isn't producing an organ, the placenta protect baby you're just producing larger eggs. So your, your, your ovaries are, um, some of these eggs are like, they're getting to the size of like, uh, baseballs Damn. during it, this process. What? So what, what I, I think I would just tell women to understand is that your belly's going to protrude and you have to be very gentle because these eggs have no protection around them. There's no placenta they're basically like think of them as very delicate grapes, so you don't want to squish them mm, to damage them. You don't you don't want any tight pants. You um, also for exercise, no exercise. You want to do gentle walks only. Be very gentle. And um, my my, I mean, I was I was out to here. I was. It looked like I was four months pregnant. Um, that's what it looks like when you're going through the process. And you have to be very gentle because those eggs have no protection. So you just want to be very, because you don't want to go through all this. And then yeah, you have and to then, do it and again. Totally and do Damage again. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. the eggs and have to go through this again. Yeah. Right. It, it's very painful. Yeah. So I was very careful, very, you know. Yeah. Um, but it looked like I was pregnant. I mean, you got to take a minute. Two weeks, then you couldn't do it. And then another two weeks or what? Yeah. So, so it is was, it typically? And you, you, can, you cannot be intimate. You sh because the medication that you're on, um, so what happens is that every month, every woman produces a certain amount of follicles. Mm -hmm. These follicles can so then turn into eggs, right? Uh, so every woman's different. For someone who's maybe less fertile, maybe they're producing two to six follicles. Uh, for someone who's more fertile, what okay so we did what? yeah we did um when ultrasounds every other day that's the other thing that i would say is is a little bit more i thought you could just go about your schedule you can't you can't travel your life's on hold you you've got to go to the doctor 
every other day. Wow. And every other day they take your blood. So you're getting getting poked by needles Ooh. to take your blood. And then you're getting an ultrasound to see where those eggs are at because they want to extract at the perfect moment. They want to extract. Oh, okay. So perfect. it could be before, it could be after. You have to like right. kind of be ready. You got to be ready. So it's very involved. You got to stay yeah. close to home. You got to you got to be there for a month. And also, it, someone who doesn't involved. have a lot of sick leave or like days off, not right. sure what they're going to do. It, it's pretty intense. Yeah. It's, it's way more involved than I thought, yeah. or than I initially thought. And then, um, oh god, oh god, um, boys have it so fucking lucky. They so the the follicles. So I produced naturally thirteen. A baker's dozen. Perfect. <laughs> wow, that, um, that is so that is so fitting. Mm-hmm. So we they adjust the medication to then they uh, double it. So I got about tw- twenty four healthy eggs at the end of it. Um, but you know, if you're only producing two follicles a month, four. they would probably amplify the yeah. medication so I that see. you can do more. But yeah. if you're producing a baker's dozen, they would reduce it because mm-hmm. that's already a lot. Yeah. Um, and what they do is, and, and then the eggs are growing uh, larger, you know, physically larger so that they can physically extract them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, They're not usually that big, right? No. Yeah. No. Uh, so, so it's natural meets unnatural, right? <laughs> Welcome to science, modern day right. science. I literally thought I was going to make this wedding, you guys. I, I thought, you know <laughs> what? I have a surgery the day before. I'm just going to extract those eggs and I'm just going to drive down there. I'm going to be just down. fine. I was out of my mind <laughs> on medication and it, it, there's no way. So everyone was so sweet. They FaceTimed me so I could oh, feel like yeah, nice. you were being there. there. Yeah. Um, but I was just crying like, Oh, I couldn't fit my dress. I mean, yeah. it was a hot Hormones mess. Hormones are flowing. Heavy. Yeah. They are heavy. <laughs> I'm just bawling. Like, um, God. But luckily, we've got 24 healthy eggs extracted. Well, 23 and, you know. 23, 23 no, and then no. that A minus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Watch the A minus is going to be the superstar. We, we have a 20, right. yeah. 23 and an artist. Be, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But now I have that. Peace of mind, yeah, and I have that that sensibility where I don't feel as rushed. I yeah. feel like yep. you can start a family when we're ready. Yep, um, and, and a lot not, of tries. Not when my biological clock is done. Yeah, like we can do it whenever. And I didn't I, know it was a two or four week process. I, I had no idea. Yeah, that part's the most surprising it, to me. It can be quick. Okay, if you are ending your period right away, you can end. Can start this process very quickly. Oh. Um, if you're if you're anywhere in between, then it's going to extend the time period. And if you're like me, I was only supposed to be on the shots, the medication for two weeks, but because my hormone levels rise too quickly, you have 160 mm-hmm. um, eggs. You yeah. had to do a, another uh, a week to reduce them. Okay. Um, because and you you can't be you know physically intimate during that time because uh, then I might be giving birth to t- 24 babies. Oh! Oh. Oh! <laughs> Not what I thought you were going to say. But right. wow, this has been wildly educational. Right. No, thank you so much for sharing. This has been- I, th- I think that's the most important thing is yeah. that like a lot of women will- but start the process and and not be intimate and, and it's dangerous right. for not only your health. <laughs> you didn't want to have kids but now. The baby. Right. So you want to have 24 yeah. of them? 
Right. It, it can be. So that that's something to take very serious during yeah. that time period. Wow. I think that, that's really important to just put out there. Um, <laughs> um, Mike's down for kids, but I don't I don't know. <laughs> we don't want 24 of them. That's a lot. Mike, what's your limit? <laughs> Mike said Rose number keeps going up. I'm not in the right state of mind, you guys. So just for the record, yeah. on the record, <laughs> if you're listening to this, um, my hormones are going crazy. So that means you want 24 kids, all 24. Right. If you asked me five years ago how many children I'd want, I'd right. say one or two. Yeah. You it's know, It's a normal answer. But right. Now, right now, I am not in the right Mindset. 10 or, 10 or 12. My hormones, my testosterone level is so high. We're reaching 200, which is very high, you guys. I am like, let's have 100 babies. I, Maybe I, I should am, go give some more eggs. Yeah, I am. I'm not in the right frame of mind. So it, 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 this is not a sane person. But I wonder how many kids you'd get through before you'd realize, okay, that's enough kids. All yeah. 24. All 24. Okay. Got all 24. Okay. I mean, probably yeah. all 24 at the same time. I'd just be like, we're coming up on two hours of this pod, which oh is my gosh, so, so incredible. No, no, this is incredible. Are you kidding me? This has been so fun. We haven't also haven't had a guest in I mean, so long. And we're so we're stacked so- this thing with 94 yeah. ads. Who do you kidding? I mean, this is amazing. <laughs> we got a family of 24 kids to feed. It'll be and great. So to to um end the pod, we put together a super quick um uh rapid fire oh. of um, Smasher Pass, which we should have now, I'm realizing yes. now should have been men, but it's desserts. It's desserts. So smash as in, I'd like to oh smash my, my gosh, face. I'm going to be smash eat. everything. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm an animal right now. Okay. Are you, are you, we'll see you, about that. Do you eat everything? Everything. Yeah, I, feel like, really? I feel like, yeah, you've got a sweet yes. tooth. You don't have a thing that's like, oh, not that. I have no allergies. I have nothing. Wow. I am an animal. Wow. Okay, okay, Jeremy. Also, I'd like I'd like this to be a team participation right, as well too. Okay. <gasps> yes. All right, Devin, okay. give us our, our first smasher pass. Here we go. Okay. We're starting off easy, okay? Carrot cake? <laughs> She's like, bitch. <laughs> I'm about to order some now. This is my mom's favorite dessert. That's your mom's fave? And it's delicious. I love a carrot cake. Love yes. carrot cake. So that's smash. a smash. That's a yes. smash. smash. That's a smash. That's a smash. Yeah, that's an absolute right. smash. Pistachio oh. cream pie? That's what I've ever seen before in in um in mm, the flesh. Very unique, but I'd eat it. I wouldn't order it, but I would eat it. I I would eat a bite from somebody else's plate. Absolutely. I gonna be honest, I don't know what pistachio tastes like. I'm allergic to almonds and any kind of nut. You don't know what pistachio tastes like? No, what does it taste like? I know oh. that it's so when I worked at an ice cream shop, I know that pistachio ice cream is green, and so I always mm. was like interested in trying it, but there's just so many other flavors that I could eat when I was there. Pistachio the ver- ice cream is not the version of, of pistachio I would start with. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say smash in the essence of um adventure. Okay. Yes. Oh. Oh my gosh. What a jello fruit cake. She seems no. excited. Even on hormones, you guys. I don't know if I could do <laughs> this. No. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. This is so like 1950s. Yeah. Oh, the I don't know. Uh, girl, oh, geez. Okay. I do like all the fruit in there. The if fruit does look pretty nice. If it's jam packed with all that fruit, I know. I'd say smash. Smash. But if it had less fruit, that's a pass. No, no, no. When the dish is also the centerpiece, I'm out. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Smash. Smash, no. smash, smash. Pass. Okay. Wow. Oh, yes. Oh, Whoopie pie. Smash. Oh, oh smash, 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 smash. <laughs> Yes. I, Yum. Yeah. Yeah, right? Oh, no brainer. Yes. Melt my no mouth. Brainer. Melt my mouth right down to my tummy. I love this. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my gosh, a nougat. nougat. 
What's a nougat? Why does that look like oh so my god, weird. nougat? They They're got so a lot dry, of candy they? bars. They they put them in like Snickers and stuff. Right. Like a little bit of nougat. Yeah, what is that? What, this doesn't look like what's inside of Snickers bars, though, it's right? It's a lot of sugar, no. girl. It's just a lot of sugar and corn syrup. Okay, well, I love sugar and corn I syrup. I love those so two smash. things. I mean, that delicious. Listen, it's I'll give it a, delicious. I'll give it a run. Yeah, okay, smash, smash, smash. I'll take it. Oh, you Cannolis, smash. hello, Italian. I, yes, I'm oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, would, you came at the womb eating a cannoli. I would literally push Lauren to the side of the road so that I could get to a cannoli. <laughs> I've eaten 20 of them. I and now I'm it. 20 pounds heavier. No, I love, <laughs> it. love it. Mm. Oh, I don't know God. if this, if I know they're huge in Boston, but having grown up on these, I never got to liking these. <gasps> the, the filling is just so weird. What yeah. is the feeling of a cannoli? Like don't know, don't care. Really filling? It's not creamy though. It's almost like mayo-y to me. Oh. Like it's just yeah. weird. What kind of cannolis oh, are you okay. eating, Devin? Okay. The best of the best in Boston. The city of Boston just rolls oh. the rise at you. Maybe they're going too hard because yeah, yeah they're just doing too much. In Italy and Rome, they're a little lighter, a little, yeah, little fluffy, light, fluffy. Yeah, I don't want to say whoop cream, but it's a little, you know, the whoop creams cream. are little, they're whoop a little, cream. they're a little, they're a little, you know. I don't know. No. Oh, meringue, oh, melt on your tongue. No. These no. are like it's just sugar. It's 50-50. Yeah. They're if they've got a little bit of flavor, I'll go for it, but. <laughs> The texture of meringues is so weird because it's I like crunchy, but then soft. I'm confused by the them. texture. No. I love meringues. There's, there's no reason anyone under the age of 80 is eating meringue. It's me. It's me with my meringue and my circus and, peanuts. Yeah, oh, girl. Circus, you know what she's talking about? Circus peanuts? Like I the, love circus peanuts. You oh, like, yeah. The orange, the yeah. orange one. You are an animal. Next. Yeah. If they got a lemon meringue, I'm in. Chiffon cake, that's date night. <laughs> yes. Okay. That is amazing. What's that's in chiffon I'm, cake? I'm pregnant. That's that's a that's a pregnancy. That's a baby making right? dessert. Right there. Baby making dessert. Right just off the looks alone, I'm smashing. Let me what? just tell you right yeah, now. Yeah. What is a chiffon cake? If you're ever at a restaurant, uh huh. And they got a chiffon cake. Yeah. Uh-huh, order it. Why? What's in it? What is it made of? It is made with love. Oh, okay, but how okay. do I? Okay. Any restaurant? Yeah. Any restaurant. Because if they Who put a, cares? if they put Who the chiffon cares? cake on the menu, chiffon chiffon cake, cake is a mix. Of a regular cake batter mm-hmm. and a meringue. <gasps> oh, so it's lighter. Oh, fuck. I mean, and so yeah, then they say fold less. them together. Yes. Yes. So meringues are they? They're temperamental, made with whipped egg whites. It takes a lot of time, mm. a lot of energy, a lot of effort. I mean, love. that's love. Yeah. That that is like that's love. That's that's like a chef working overtime. Yeah. Okay. That's like getting that meringue, and then you get the meringue. You get your cake batter. <laughs> And you gently fold them together. Fold. That's a chiffon cake. It is made with love. It's a time and effort. That is not a lazy bake. Okay, that's not a, like a lazy bake a chocolate cake. That that takes time and effort. That is a chef's nightmare. That takes forever in the kitchen. So you want and you want us to order that chef's nightmare? There's ever a chiffon cake on the menu. You get it. You get it. I order it, and if it's got a Swiss buttercream. Oh. oh, we're done. A Swiss buttercream? A Swiss buttercream is night, the best buttercream ever made. Mike, you'll never make it home tonight. I gotta <laughs> say that an American buttercream is good, but it's lazy. Really? An American buttercream is lazy. A Swiss buttercream is literally whipped together over a double broiler, over the heat, hand, usually hand whipped, eight minutes, just... And here's the difference. Both have the same ingredients. Okay. 
powdered sugar, got the butter, same ingredients, but the way it's prepared is so different. So much effort over here on the Swiss side, so much effort that it melts in your mouth. The texture is like whipped cream, like a soft whipped cream, just like melting in your mouth versus a thick, lazy buttercream. Thick, but it tastes like butter. Which just, is fine. I, fine. I love a lazy buttercream. But yeah. You put a chiffon cake with a Swiss buttercream. Now we know. I'm dead. <laughs> She's pregnant. She's yeah. dead. She's pregnant with all 24 babies. Your, like your favorite I'm dessert? I'm pregnant with 24 kids. This is my favorite dessert. I could never turn it down. Ooh. A chiffon okay, cake chiffon with cake. a Swiss buttercream. It takes so much effort. And just knowing that, that the effort is required mm. to make this. Mm. Money. I'm going to go out to eat with you. You'll just like show me why I should appreciate money. things. Yeah, I'd be like, this is money. This is trash. <laughs> this takes two seconds in the kitchen. This is trash. And this takes 24 hours. This is money. And you can taste it. Well, let's see if you have the same reaction to this next one. Oh, oh, oh. what you got for me, Devin? Old English fruitcake. Oh, geez. That's a pass for me. Okay, this is a, you know, it depends on your preference, but this also reminds me of this old Italian cake they make with a bunch of fruits in there, and uh, it's a thing. This is a thing? It's a thing. Sounds like a high school insult. Are you smashing or passing? What's the verdict? I'm going to pass on this. No, I'm going to That's not a chiffon cake. You know what? (laughs) Like a high, high to a low, low. There's walnuts in the top too. Let me just say this. For the calorie intake. Mm. Right. You're going to be eating the calories. It should be a chiffon cake. should be a chiffon cake. Compared to this, it's about any cake. No, Mm. no, no, no. No, no, not. Not for us. It's good, but for me, not worth the calories. I get it. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, okay, if you love pineapple, this is a friend. I don't think I've ever had a pineapple upside down cake and I do love pineapple. Traditional, I, classic, delicious. I mean, it's fun. This is what we call legacy cake. Yeah. This, this is, is legacy. Is it a legacy this cake? Is, oh yeah. I like to make these in cupcake form. No, that I would eat. Less calories and it's a good size. Now I would eat this in cupcake form, not interested yeah. in cake form. No, you, I, I would suggest it in cupcake form. Yeah. Okay. I'd be open Actually. to trying either, to be honest. Oh, and if you make a pina colada. <gasps> oh my God. Oh, fuck a, say less. A Swiss buttercream pina colada frosting. Sold. <laughs> that sounds delicious. I'll, I'll make, do pina colada I, anything. I, 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 I. Tropical heaven in your mouth. Well, that is all for Smash or Pass. <laughs> Thank I, you for that. Thanks, that Devin. was delicious. I, I have this one stupid question that is a terrible ender, but I'm curious anyway. Do you cook for yourself? Mm. Yes and no. Okay. Okay, so when Mike and I first met, we first started dating, I cooked every night. I love cooking. I, Mike will tell you, Mike, how many days did I cook? Seven. All of them. All of them. <laughs> All of them. That's how I hooked him. Um, <laughs> right, right through his stomach. I love cooking. And now when we're working like 16 hour days yeah. and the days are long, you don't want me cooking. Right. I, I mean, after a 20 hour day, you don't want me in the kitchen. You're I'm back up, on that ramen. That ramen I'm a hot menu. mess. I can barely push the microwave. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's just a disaster. Right. But when I do get the time, I love it because- that's how my family has really shown love over the years because we didn't have a lot of money growing up. So 
the way we would express love was through food. Yeah. You would take the time and the energy mm-hmm. to make that chiffon cake. You would take the time and the energy to make that Swiss buttercream icing because the ingredients are the same. The price is the same. It's the right. energy it's the and time the and the effort, love. The love that goes into it. So that's something that I really love to do. It, it's when we're more busier, I don't cook as much. Yeah. When we're less busy, Mike's probably happier because I'm cooking more. Um, but Mike's actually picked up some cooking skills. Is that so? Over the years. Over those 12 Mike, years. Mike, we got to do a couple's. You guys, we should do a couple's podcast in the future. Yeah. I, I, thought it was I, I know a couple's cooking. I know. I was, I was, like, I was should. like, bitch is like, you because, don't want us in the kitchen. <laughs> Mike makes, this is kind of random, but a mean beef bagogi. A what? That's Korean, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. One of my what? favorite places to go. I love Korean barbecue. Yeah. We've gone there so many times on like date nights. Had a great time. Can you give me this recipe? Mike goes, okay. So he finds a recipe he likes. He does a great, he marinates he, wow. everything. I'm like, Mike, when can we eat? He goes, not done marinating. He's not done marinating. Like, Get he's out of actually, my kitchen. Yeah. He's actually getting into it and it's delicious. He does nice fine slices. I was gonna say He's that's actually, like that's a tenderized uh that's a tenderized yeah, situation. I gotta be honest, he does not cook, but he does beef bulgogi very well. Wow. Yeah. I feel good on that note. I feel good on that feel note good as on that well note. too. I do I, outside of your ongoing life that's always on, I wish you had something to promote besides everything that you're always doing always. Yeah. You're like, you, what, what like what do you have to do? The same thing you've been doing successfully for twelve years straight. And still doing it. And still doing it. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, this was so much fun. I love when guests are easy and fun. And I know. Well, about. it's just like a friend catch up. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just a friend catch up. This was so much. We need to do a couple's just one. Every, we'll just do a, a couple, just once a month, just the regular yes. the sit, oh sitting time. Yeah. You guys, and when my projects are coming out, when I can actually talk about them, that would be great too. Yes. Yeah, Let's yeah. do it. Also, yeah. you might want to think about making a podcast or yourself. Bro, <gasps> I would listen to you talk about literally anything. Yeah. Are you serious? I don't care Are about cooking. Yes. I couldn't have cared more about cooking this evening. Really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm shocked. My mind is blown out and I didn't know what to You're say. You're like one of the most effortlessly funny people that I personally know and you should make a podcast. Also, the fact that you can have a conversation while you're cooking, very impressive. Now don't worry about the cooking, just have the conversation. True. Okay, okay. And now I feel like you understand a chiffon cake. I, we really do. Or goes into really it. It's not just I cannot, a lazy batter. It's I cannot a lazy wait batter and a meringue. Until we hit a restaurant that has a chiffon cake with a Swiss oh, yeah. buttercream. I'm going to scream. Uh, no, I'm gonna just uh, like ask them, and is this the Swiss or the American butter? Oh, it's cream. Cream. buttercream. Oh, what is Swiss? Okay, um, good. I'll yeah. have it. I wish the American. Cream was a little fancier. When you make it, it's no, the American buttercream. It's it's just not. If they have a Swiss buttercream or an Italian buttercream, sign up. Sign yep. up. Sign up. Like and subscribe. Say nice things. We'll <laughs> okay. see you guys next week. Like Bye. Bye. Say nice things. <laughs>
worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.